following program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. Join the Disruption Network crew Friday, June 8th at the Empowerment Center Block Party, 230 James Street in Utica, from 4 to 6 p.m. Music provided by our very own DJ East One. There will be vendors grilling with the Utica Police Department, hands-on craft with BB Designs and Steamwork Ability Lab, Seed Bombs, Lead Safe Demo, and Come Hang with Utica Fire Department. That's Friday, June 8th at the Empowerment Center, 230 James Street in Utica. The Block Party is hosted by the Home Ownership Center, the Mohawk Valley Association of Realtors, Steamworks Ability Lab, Lead Free Mohawk Valley, Berkshire Bank, MVP Healthcare, BB Designs, and NeighborWorks America. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacquan Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacquan Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Pasolacquan Associates. 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption Team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Myself a new co-host because my normal co-host is always late. Yeah. 
What's happening, everybody? EC Radio. We're back, baby. It's Tuesday. Tuesday, right after Memorial Day. Can you believe it? I hope everybody enjoyed their holiday. I know I did. Crazy one. And a wild weekend. You're not chicken, but I'd rather have you in that seat than chicken anyways. Oh, thank you. Well, you got to get up closer to that microphone. Chicken, you're fired. You're fired already. Yeah, guy has no concept of time, (laughs) for one. (laughs) Two, no, I'm kidding, but... uh, Tiffany in the house with us, and we got Jake in the house, and Ashley, and Chicken booked this show and didn't let me know anything about this. I, I, I knew you, you two were coming. I didn't know the, I knew the ladies were coming. I Surprise! I, I, <laughs> I was hoping Ashley would have brought her guitar. That would have. Oh, it is. I didn't realize that you guys were gonna ask. Oh yeah. She said but she will not sing a farm to school jingle. Yeah. Though. No. <laughs> she refuses. Okay. <laughs> it would help if I muted, Peace. unmuted her mic, too. Let's yeah. see. There we go. Hi, we do have Oh, hey, here I am. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Ashley good to be car. back. <coughs> Tiffany's here with us as well. And Jake. I got hi. a new hey, friend. Hi. Jake. Hi, Jake. How are you? I made it. Great. You made it. Yeah. It's well, great. Welcome. Thank you. Feels <laughs> he good. Came, he came in all disheveled, like like he just got done running a marathon. It's like, oh my god, I made it. Yeah, I'm it here. Like Kramer entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. I can't do it all the time, but you know, totally. occasionally. Total Kramer yeah, entrance, that's for sure. Did everybody enjoy their holiday weekend? Yeah. Oh, Lord, yeah. That sure did. Nice. Yeah? yeah Do nice. anything fun? Tiffany, we'll start with you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, had, um, I had a fun Monday. Yeah? I was sick over the weekend, but came through for Monday, and we had a, lots of fun things with the kids. Frisbee, haggy sack. Oh, cool. Nice. Yes. Sidewalk chalk, all that good stuff. Ashley, did yeah. you do anything fun this weekend? Yeah, I took my dog, took my dog up north, did some hiking, did some hanging out. It was good times. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Jake? Oh, I did nothing that interesting. Really? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I uh, find that hard to believe, bro. My mom and her man are bought a house and are remodeling it. And as well, we live on a farm. So to be honest, that's what I do with all my time. Oh, cool. That's, that's why exciting. I said like when I'm, when I'm not doing either working or working on the farm or remodeling the house is I, I sit down because yeah. that's enough. And we'll get into all that farm talk in, in just a little bit for sure. I'm ready. Yes. Yes, <laughs> lots to talk about. We do. We have lots to talk about. You have an event tomorrow happening. Thursday. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Oh, it's Thursday. Thursday. Oh, you just scared me. I peed a little. Why uh, yeah. would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Thursday. You just gave everybody a little bit of a heart. My bad. I, I never know stuff. what day it is. That's something you should know right off the bat. I never know what day it is. That's why That's I need fair. chicken, but he never knows what time it is. That's why. I, <laughs> so we need a calendar and a watch. Yeah, yeah. We need each other. We do need We have lots of exciting stuff going on every day this week, but the specific yes. event that you're talking about is Thursday. The local lunch day is Thursday. Local lunch day, which you have a bunch of schools participating, and let's talk about it. It's called New York. Yeah. Foods Day. So yes. Happy Foods Thursday. Day. Ready? Uh, Go. 18 <laughs> school districts, 46 buildings will be serving a an all New York State meal, but I think more exciting than that, several of the components of that school lunch are from within Oneida County, and some from Madison County. Uh, so that's a hot dog made out of uh, all local, all beef. Okay. Uh, that was most of that Work done by Smith Packing, awesome company. Took care of just so much of the legwork and making it happen. Um, but we also, you know, the, the kind of thing that I do is present realistic options and see if you know schools and businesses try to pick it up. There's also um, an apple, an apple cheddar salad with the microgreens having been grown in Utica, New York State apple, Allegheny County cheese, um, awesome. New York State milk, and Chobani. And you got it. And sunshine bars. Sunshine bars. Sunshine bars. Those I are. I think I failed to mention those a couple times now. It's sunshine bars. So yeah. we have um, Upstate Growers and Packers, which is a farm um, co-op 
of, I think last time I looked, there's over 25 farmers yeah. that participate in it. And Get they closer to the mic. Or move it. It moves. Yeah, there you go. Don't, you don't, go. don't be shy. I know you're not <laughs> shy. I know I you're am. not shy. Yes. So there is, so Upstate Growers and Packers is a farm co-op that has over 25 New York State farms in it, and they sell their produce to different farms like Blue Apron or different companies like Blue Apron. I think they have, um, we procured some pureed butternut squash from them that we've used to make cookies and some other items this is a butternut squash bar kind of like a pumpkin bar so people get put off when you say butternut squash and dessert same thing as pumpkin really put it all together but the kids loved it last time we featured it on the menu so that will be our local dessert offered on the menu thursday as well wow cool so, and, and there's so. a bunch of schools participating as well right how many schools total <coughs> uh 18 school districts uh-huh. 18 18 wow yeah so that's all of them in the oneida herkimer madison Bosey's. Uh, food service contract, as well as VVS, Whitesboro, Holland, Patton, have also agreed they're in as well. Wow. Hi, hey, hi. Hey, on your show, doing? how you doing? <laughs> and How's these, going? and these are all, they all have uh, FFA programs in their school? Uh, there are, uh, I wish I was an FFA expert. I'm, in fact, not. No, every one of those schools does not have no, an FFA. Not all of them. No. Um, there are, FFA trended down. It's coming back in fits and spurts. I think that uh, Remsen just, just, Start setting up an FFA as well as Mount Markham. Both of those two schools are in the Oneida Herkimer Madison mm-hmm. BOCES food service contract, and of course the the justifiably famous VVS FFA, which has been an, a huge part of pulling off these hot dogs as well. It's famous. It is actually and to scary. me. To me, it is. I think they're cool, but I don't know. Like, they you know, have just they have been I producing feel. maple syrup. Uh, for years, and they host a VVS mm-hmm. hosts a Maple Weekend that people come from all around the world to attend. So yeah, I told you they're kind of famous. A Maple Weekend, huh? They're, they're Maple Weekend. So they have, um, so there's Maple Weekends, but this specific event is for producers and people in the maple industry that fly from around the world to come to. So they have that, and then there's Maple Weekends in March. Wow, I love so. it. I love when it. is Maple Weekend? In March. March what? There's two weekends. March Madness. Nice. It's like this year, the first Maple Weekend was St. Patrick's Weekend, mm-hmm. and then the second one was the weekend after that. Nice. I like that it's all New York State beef, right? All New York State hot dogs. On yes. looking at yeah, the as a matter of fact, actually New York State or apple orchards and and, yeah. and Chobani, of course, and milk. That's that's amazing. It's good that you know yeah. this region can provide so much food. That's it, which is like, beauty. And it, I feel like it's also it's a, it's a missing thing, especially with the big corporations taking over Monsanto and all that crap. So this is what we need. This is super important, people. I think that's what thing people misconstrued with new york state is that there's so many different ways that we can provide our own selves with you know with you know food you know like uh produce and in uh meats and milk and things like that all right here locally all right here so it's important that uh the school districts always have new york state milk it's always at the staple they have a burn dairy contract so all the milk comes from burn dairy we have our uh the bread contracts that they have is local their new york state bread bimbo company mm-hmm. and um is the ohm one and there is a company that the madison boces that uses for theirs theirs comes out of syracuse so they always have local bread our pizza shells are made in waterville by pamilias through all the school districts for ohm boces and the madison boces all those school districts use pamilias pizza shells as well so and these are all people that you're working tight with here yeah and this is like the, like one big tight knit farming community see this freaking microphone uh-oh. Hello. <laughs> Always technical difficulties around here. It, it, even though it's Tuesday, it's still a Monday. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It, I, <laughs> yes. dude, I've been thinking it was Monday all day today. <laughs> I, all day today. And then somebody booked this show and then 
it fill me in on what was going on today. So <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna power you know. through. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll power yeah. through. Actually, the car's got a guitar, so we're gonna have her bring it in and, and play us some Stevie Nicks. Yeah, so later. don't go anywhere. That's gonna that's gonna happen <laughs> for sure. Because I love when you perform. Have you seen Ashley perform? No. What? I, let me tell you something. What? I know Ashley in an exclusively professional fashion it's thus true. far, and I would be very excited, if particularly oh with Stevie Nicks. Is that the, are those we'll, facts? We'll see how it goes. Well, okay. here's the thing. Like, okay. First time I seen her come in here, like I'm looking at her, I'm like, okay, she seems you know cute little girl, yeah. And then she <laughs> sings, and I'm like, holy crap! Right. Like that, can't, I had to like come out of the because I was out here in the office. I come back in there, I'm like, this can't be the same girl. <laughs> she made the hair on my arms stand up. I was like, what on? Yeah. Oh, oh boy. yeah, we're she doing kills it. it. Oh, oh yeah, we're we're definitely we're doing it now that you brought the guitar. Yeah, I'm oh excited. boy. Well, the farm to school. Uh, Greatest hits is coming, so you just turn we're, gonna get hits. we're gonna get working on it. You can sing definitely. the Fiverr song. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> farm to school aid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. You exactly. should write a jingle for all yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, we'll do an album. Proceeds go to. Uh, I like that. <laughs> that's the Did that's the like song that'll automatically play on our MySpace page. Yes, on our MySpace. <laughs> yes, coming soon. Didn't they try to get you to sing a jingle last year, Jake? I refuse point day blank. When they had you ride the, no, no, we, we the smoothie bike, you were supposed to sing a jingle at the same time. Yeah, I understand I was supposed to sing a jingle. <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm not a jingle singer. Nobody, no. Leave it to Ashley. She'll do it. <laughs> yes. Leave it to her. Yes. She's An additional benefit addition, to uh, yes. us, a cooperative extension, and having yeah. hired Ashley. I don't think it was on your resume. It wasn't. I didn't think it was rele- <laughs> relevant to the you know. I mean, it wasn't, but you no. probably should have. You think I should throw it in there? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm a kick-ass singer. Yeah, right next to underwater yeah. basket weaving. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Get in there. I think un- I think basket weaving is better underwater because the because it's supposed to Fibers, be wet, right? Yeah. It's how you're supposed to basket weave underwater. We definitely you got are? this mic is done. Oh, Somebody no, stole my. Do you microphone. do a lot of basket weaving? <laughs> no, no. I just you know I, I like, I've I been I've that. been corrected. That? I don't believe you put that on your resume, Jake. <laughs> Basket weaving. Let's see, here we go. <laughs> going, back, going, going back to it. hot dog eating contest, basket weaving. What else am I forgetting? You could do a hot dog eating contest. How is no, that going to happen on Thursday these with the leftovers? Oh, <laughs> you did I'm not. Right. I could be talked into it. I would rather. I would have rather have a race to like to eat one or two hot dogs than as many as I, as many as you can in a row. Well, it's That's funny because we have a food challenge coming. Yes, up. we do, pal. Whoa, pitch it. Hit me. You ready? Chicken, yeah. Go ahead, hit him. It is. Have you have you ever been to Old Baby's? Yes, on Oneida Street. Yep. Yes, have you ever yes. had their focaccia sandwiches? Yes. Okay, I'm ready. So now they got you got the full focaccia, which I can only eat a baby because I'm I'm whatever I can <laughs> eat a full. If I eat a full, I eat half of it and I take the rest home. Now this is like triple the meat, triple everything, triple the tomatoes, triple the you know the meat, triple everything that goes on there, all American. You know, and it's called the Goliath, and so you got to eat that a pound of fries, and then your choice of either a. Two liter soda, or a, f- or you could bring in a forty of your choice. And what 40, typically what they did was I'm it was already like, sweating, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Typically it was like a half hour. You had to eat everything in, but nobody's been able to conquer this challenge. So we're gonna do it a little differently. We're gonna do what's called grub and gab, which us the disruption network. We're gonna be there. Um, June was it twenty twenty sixth? Yes, we're gonna be there okay. six o'clock. We're gonna have a group um, competing, and the and we're signing you up, Jake. Whoever eats it the <laughs> fastest now, so if it takes an hour, then it takes an hour. But okay. they will set the new bar, so that we that way we okay. know it's doable. That sure. somebody was able to conquer this. Yeah. Um. You get your picture up there. Rumor has it, I got to confirm, but there might be a golden ticket involved. Okay. Which means you get old babies for a year, 
Um, Stop I, it. On top, yeah. of, on top of we have other prizes we're going to we be throwing in. We do have some other prizes uh, involved as well. Is it going to be like in the sandwich, though? Is there going to be a <laughs> No. Am I like finding the golden ticket? No, no, no. Have no, you thought about be, that though? Because I think that'd be. Then you, you eat the golden think, ticket. Yeah, you're like, then, son of a bitch. I don't know, but people might eat it faster if they know that. Like, be a I little gotta, hard to digest, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. you'd have to put them in all because you don't know who's gonna win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you know who's oh, gonna oh. win yet? Oh. So this oh, becomes yeah. the yeah. new standard. You know, so if it's a minute and ten minutes, or an hour and ten minutes, that's. I was like, wow, that's pretty fast. Yeah, right. We're set. Pretty much, we're setting the bar. Yeah. To see how how it could be. Yeah, I'm for it. You're for it. We could sign you up. June 26th. It's a Tuesday. <laughs> the worst case scenario, you eat a kick-ass sandwich. Yeah. And you might throw up. But whatever. You know, yeah. like. I'm in. Far, and this is a one-person thing? Oh, no. no, no. You'll it's be up against thing. a couple. No, it's not a team thing. It's an individual thing. It's but, but we got to – we're, we're looking for, what, I think, five or six contestants yeah. to uh, see if they who can conquer this. You know, have them all go at the same time. Uh, I got a guy. You got, you got a guy? I got, I got a guy. I don't – I'm not going to be able to do that. Okay. Um, I'm going to be there, and I'm going to – I'm gonna celebrate that, but I don't okay. think I could. You I don't it. think I can actually eat a full O Baby sandwich, though. So, but I do. I've got a guy, Donald Eugene Scribner the <laughs> Third. <laughs> True story, full name. Call him right out. Uh, <laughs> Game is government and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna hashtag him right after this. But he's he's a good he's a good guy for eating contests. Good, because I yeah, mean, I'll bring him in. Usually, I mean, you're eating hot dogs or something like that. Now you get to eat a kick-ass sandwich and some fries. I mean, it's yeah. good food. You know, have you I mean? contemplated inviting Guy Fieri? Uh, no. no, but they do have the Empire Plate coming there really soon. So, but um, I, I mean, they I'd already tweet, did. I'd, oh, I'd, they already did it. I'd oh, tweet him. Bad. Yeah, show goes. You got to you got to check it out. So I think it's gonna be a great time. I, I'm really curious to see the strategies people use to um to take these sandwiches down. Mm. Me personally, I'd probably take the meat out of some out of the sandwich, eat that separately, mm-hmm. mm. yeah, and then conquer it. You gotta dip the bread in something. All right. Yeah, yeah that's how they do the hot dog eating contest with the water. But you get you yeah. don't get water. You get either a two liter soda or a forty. Sounds like you're already winning. That, that's it. Because you gotta have that carbonation <laughs> in there. So yeah, that could add a challenge. That's in the other strategy. Do you do that first? Or do you do save that for last? Somebody's puking. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh yeah. It sounds like that's probably I right on the eat invite. The bread right? first, because that'd be the hardest. Get the hardest part out of the way. Eat yeah. the bread first. Eat the bread first. That's yeah. not a bad get idea. The hardest part out of the way. Get that's the bread down do. and just eat the rest up. Yep. It's not a bad save idea. Save the tomatoes for after, because it kind of like wash it down for the juiciness. See, <laughs> she's thinking this. She's already strategizing <laughs> how she would take this. You know, we want a girl to enter yeah, this. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't Come on, Tiff. Let's see. I could barely finish half of one yesterday. Their sandwiches are gigantic. And we half. do need a like woman, though, in this competition. That, I want to put a woman in this competition. But this isn't, isn't just... Well, who do we have right now? We, have, we got uh, Asshole Sam. Asshole Sam. Mason Jar. Yep. And now Jake's buddy, Donald Glover the Third or whatever. What was his buddy's name? <laughs> I'm not going to call him out again. Star Wars? Let me, I'll call. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go with that one. Donald Glover the Third. Okay. <laughs> Entry name. Okay. And so now we have three. Now we need... We want five. We need five competitors. At least five. I think yes. five competitors. If we have more, beautiful. Let's let's have more. Anybody that thinks that they can tackle this thing, you know, sign up, mm-hmm. you know, or at least come and watch the challenge. We're we're gonna have Ease Beats and Biz, yeah, on hand doing doing some DJing. We're gonna have live entertainment. Uh, rumor has it there might be even a a, a cornhole tournament. So uh, oh, yeah. there's gonna be some cool things. We're gonna have a oh, big damn. party there. But this is it. We're gonna set the standard. That's only a rumor. It's only a rumor right now. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta confirm it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I can excited. I get you a Steelers cornhole game. Oh really? 
Ooh, it's a little fall short. Of, oh. <laughs> That's going down June 26th, though. But yes, if we if you can find us a competitor, or if you know a woman that can step up in the world of competitive eating, mm. hit us up. Yeah, even if we have sure. our five and there's a couple women that want to jump in, or a woman, mm-hmm. bring them on. We'll we'll fit them in. Yes, excellent, excellent. Yeah, put our feelers out. There you go. Maybe you should have like a food eating contest. Are you having a food eating contest on the 31st? Oh, that'd be a with the children and the choking. And oh, yeah. yeah. It's we'll going to be pressed it's a weird there. Thing to <laughs> yeah, I know. Plate with the healthy There's eating. We'll call it farm to mouth. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> we're trying to promote healthy eating and like yeah. portion control. Yeah. 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 Whole farm. Yeah. The entire <laughs> farm. Uh, yeah. It's for the kids. Yeah. yeah. It's all for the kids. I forget about the kids. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot you guys were even coming today. That's funny. Hilarious. Well, maybe we should set up another eating challenge with with your organization and the things you got going on jake uh i have a whole steering committee of people i report to oh but yeah. let me tell you yeah. i'll pitch it okay i'll yeah. try it okay. i'll pitch it i'll back you up <laughs> yes there, they're gonna fire you after coming on this show today <laughs> that was a, no, no they'll fire me they'll fire no me it was all my <laughs> it was your idea i asked i asked for permission we have to say thank you to Tiff for uh, helping out at the um, mayor cleanup. Oh. Yeah, that, that was, was fun. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was great. It was fun. It was the first time I did it. I look forward to participating again. Nice. It was fun cleaning up the streets. I love doing that when we all get together and pick up garbage off the side of the road. It does not sound that entertaining, but we had a great time. You we laugh did. and you socialize and people from different organizations are yeah. there. I mean, you have an opportunity to have like walk some areas maybe that you don't like. I live out in Sequoia, so I don't get down into Utica as much as I'd like to. So you get to walk some areas that maybe you're not familiar with and see different air spots. Where was that this year? Yeah, we did, we've done it two years right, right, uh, This year we uh, cleaned up um, Oneida Square slash Circle. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> getting ready for the Flower for the Fest. Fl- yes. Oh, that's great. And it's what, so what I thought was that. really cool is when we were going through there, um, seeing all those um, community farms mm-hmm. and stuff, or uh, gardens. gardens and stuff yeah. that go on there. I had no idea those are even there. Jake, didn't you help build uh, flower beds for the f- Flower Fest? Oh, I was as... P- that's a good thing. They had those. That was cool. I should... I was pretty much as far away from that. I did help. My girlfriend's very involved. There was flower boxes. They were painted. I like pretty much showed up and was like, yes, I will lift this and put this down over there. It's me. I picked things up and put them down. Yeah, yeah. I, so I did that for one evening of my life. But, yeah, big shout out. Those flower boxes looked great. So to all the people that uh, lifted, otherwise painted, sanded, washed. Yeah, it was a cool event. Yeah, a lot of those murals. A lot of great oh, people. Oh, those great. Together. Yeah. Yeah. The murals it, were incredible. It's great to see people from all different, like you were saying, with the cleanup mm-hmm. and, and Flower Fest and some of these other uh, events going on, other entities getting involved and helping out. People, I met people from you know the Boilermaker Committee mm-hmm. and, and different other committees out there that um, I didn't even know existed. Yeah. And now you're side-by-side yeah. side with them picking up trash. You know, it's hard not to just sit there and conversate with people. You know, mm-hmm. be like, hey, you know, this, you know, how are you? How are you doing? And everyone's just kind of, they're out of their element. They're just... One of the very few times people don't have their phones out because nobody yeah. wants to touch their phone. Right. <laughs> you don't want to touch your phone. <laughs> oh, right. one of you, have friends, to yeah. talk to, you have yeah, to talk to people. Sense. And one of our friends is like, oh, my God, the mayor's right there. And the mayor, is, <laughs> he's over there breaking chops, having a good yeah. time. And, you know, it, it's, it gets people out of their element, and it helps them to uh, – you're doing a good deed. You know what I mean? You're helping clean the city, and you're helping each other out. And it just gives that sense of community. Yeah. Which I like. And make those community connections. Like you said, you're finding out about organizations that don't exist that maybe down the road that you, got, you can like collaborate with on different yeah. op- and like different opportunities come from those from these socializing events. And you talk about that's how a lot of all, all of our programs start. 
is like when you bring people on to your show because you met them through this person at a different Mm -hmm. event or we find you know the um, Boilermaker Community Gardens I've been to steering committees for the uh, Utica Greens and at the college and stuff like that so there's a lot of different and those bring all these different people together from different areas that make other events possible in the future well we booked this show at the cleanup yes yeah. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> well, actually, you did. You <laughs> like, said, talk to him. He said, okay, you're in. Uh, <laughs> so I but I didn't. <laughs> you had it on the calendar. I you definitely had, had it on the calendar. I knew you I knew you two were coming in. <laughs> surprise. And, and I forgot. I thought Jake we were just, is a pleasant this, surprise. This celebrity he guest. came, he showed up this, this morning great. and helped yeah. me in the school garden. We planted some radishes with yeah, UK, awesome. uh, Universal Pre-K today in the school garden. We had WKTV there. Ah, uh, cool. Are you taping it? Yeah. Well, take me through your day, man. What's your day consist of? Like uh, when you get up in the morning, you, you're working on the farm every day, right? Um, usually everything I do on the farm is after work because okay. my mother dearest, who is actually the owner-operator of the whole thing. She gets up, she goes over, she waters the greenhouse. And does all that. It's mostly her baby. Okay. I get up, I go to work, I come back, and I do farm stuff. My d- my job, my day job is very much desk work. I've worked on farms in the past. That's what I care about, which is what brings me to this work. But it's pretty, it's pretty desky. It's pretty desky. I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> and then afterward, the farm that I live on is a specialty cut flower farm. So there's no animals. There's no there's no milking, which is I think surprises some people sometimes. We don't have any cows. It's just flowers. Um, eventually, still small, still still starting. We sell at farmers markets for the most part, and we're working our way toward like wholesale contracts and arranging for weddings. Uh, it's awesome. Did you know that you could be a flower farmer? No, I didn't. I got caught up with this. I come from farming vegetables and animals in different places, uh-huh. and then my mom was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start a flower farm," and I was like. That's cute. How many different flowers? <laughs> That's cute. That's How many different flowers? There's got to be over 100 out there. Wow. And just the amount of perennials that we've put in, but also then there's got there's 60, 70 varieties of animals. Now, do you grow them in annuals? Annuals, right. Annuals, sorry. Do you grow them in uh, greenhouses, or are they out in the fields? Out in the field. Really? Out in the field, yeah. That really actually surprises me. Like, when you think of, like, flowers and things like that, you think of all, gr- you know, greenhouses. You Absolutely. don't think of them growing out in the wild mm-hmm. like that. It's a It's a perception that we'd actually like to work on there's flowers around oftentimes come out of greenhouse production yes but also i couldn't tell you the whole story but but most flowers that you're gonna buy at your own local florist or at a like a pre-made bouquet that you pick up for valentine's day at the grocery store or whatever it is those come from a long way away, most likely South America. Wow. And so there's this local thing going really? on, right? Yeah, yeah, true story. The real, awful far away. Um, so part of the appeal of what we're doing is to, like, in dovetailing with the, the local food surge that's come on that has real legs as a market, uh, we're trying to say at the same time, uh, for the record, there's more than food as an agricultural product that you there has an economy that you can impact. Um, it's... You know, the best person to talk about it with is my mother. She's awesome. Uh, she's crushing it out there. She also has her own whole full-time job, oh, wow. uh, like I do. Uh, but, yeah, local flowers. Yeah, that's real. We're working on it. <laughs> is there any important she should be at the next Farming Your Future event. 
She should be a vendor. She should be a vendor. There was a huge event yes. at the uh, Herkimer County Fairgrounds oh, yeah. last week, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago um, that takes place, and they invite schools from all three of our, like all three BOCES that we have. So, and we had, I think we had 500 students this year, a little bit less than last year, but it's a whole day event, and we have vendors there from all different areas of agriculture for them to go and talk to and see oh, cool. and get ideas from. Um, so everybody thinks farming is like animals or even just crop farming, which people are being, becoming more aware of, but showing that how technology plays a role, like drones programs are there, and somebody like that shows that you can actually grow flowers as an agriculture program mm -hmm. and a, a career. Is there a, an advantage to growing flowers out in the field versus in a greenhouse? Like uh, greenhouses are really expensive. Yeah. Uh, okay. But and you, don't, you wouldn't grow flowers in a greenhouse year-round. Greenhouses tend to be mm. you plant and then you transplant them out. Um, most most often, they're mm -hmm. transplanted. So you start them there so you could get an earlier start. In greenhouses, when they're closed in a lot, you have a, a higher chance of disease spreading. If you keep the same disease, same uh, type of flowers in there, disease spreads quicker. Really? Wow. Well, probably because they're almost like quarantined out. together. Yeah. So like, I went to, like, a, there's a little bit of a difference. People use them interchangeably between a high tunnel and a greenhouse. So greenhouses is where yeah. you people grow typically grow on tables and transplant into the ground outside of the greenhouse. A high tunnel is typically there's raised beds where they grow directly in the ground and the sides go up. They're not glass. It's made out of plastic. They're more like domed. And the people can grow and you can grow them year round. I was in Vermont in January at a conference and they're growing greens in their year round. But one of the biggest issues that they have is um, making sure your crop rotation. So your soil stays fertile and has the right nutrients in it. And that um, there's certain uh, pests or bugs and disease that spread within certain varieties like brassica vegetables. There are certain diseases that spread through them. So if they're enclosed in a high tunnel with only that certain kind, you have a bigger opportunity for it to wipe out your crops. Huh. Good answer. <laughs> I was not supposed to show that there like farming is a very intellectual activity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I, I would like to communicate to the youths. They probably don't listen to your show uh, without the parents by there. I'll talk to them too. <laughs> <laughs> um, that like nobody listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I listen to your show. <laughs> I, I live and work on a farm. I have the whole time. It is required the entirety of my brain the entire time. Uh, it's and it's been intellectually engaging, stimulating, hard, challenging. Yeah. Uh, it's not just for the dumb kids, you know. Mm. It's, I think we should have a message where uh, you're the top of your class. Have you considered agriculture? That would be cool. And yeah. I think that that's a perception that people have is like, you know, they feel like dumb farmers or whatever, and they don't realize how much they got to know and how much yeah. that goes into. Oh, they this. wouldn't be in business. They would. They were dumb. Yeah. yeah they <laughs> would, it wouldn't work at all. And people who work on uh, on farms for their whole life, they are a wealth of information. They're yeah. like almost like a jack of all trades. And it's not they a job; it's a lifestyle. Exactly. You, know? you don't work like I. My dad worked on a farm and a dairy farm, and he would get like you don't get a day off in the summertime. And you go in the morning before the sun comes up, and you get home way after dark, and you don't get a day off. There's no such thing as a day off in the summer when you yeah. work on a farm. I know. I tried it when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a teenage thing. And did you have to? Did you go, go bale hay? To, yeah, baled hay. I'd, oh. I've done that. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah I, no. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a city boy. You know, I'm, I'm from the hood. It's cool. We'll <laughs> feed you. We'll uh, yeah. feed you. Just I, buy it. You know, yeah. like all, it. Everybody can't be a farmer. Exactly. Just buy it. Exactly. Cool. That's what I think they should do with like juvies. You know, like bring them to a farm. Okay. Make them work for a summer. That's a good. They, idea. They'll definitely, you know, change their perspective on things. Yeah. I hope it doesn't make them fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> that would, it would make them love it too, though. <laughs> right. I mean, right. 
Some so people we gotta, think we gotta couch maybe it not right farming is punishment, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> but you could also even if they hate it, they could, conceptually, let's even yeah, if they hate it, they could grow uh, have a different respect for it that they may not otherwise understand. Yes, and it, absolutely. And I think it's a lot of it is the the why factor. You know, like why yeah. are you doing this? Why you know? I mean, because if you just tell somebody to do something, they just feel like it's a chore. But then yeah. when you explain them why they're doing it and how this is going to help things and what what it does, yeah. I think then it puts them in perspective and makes them feel like what they're doing is that much more important. Which is what kind of comes back to the farm to school program, how it is there's like, you know, there's a three C's of it. And it's not just bringing local food into the cafeterias. It, there is so many so much more to it than just giving local food to them because we could provide them local food every day for lunch. And if they don't know where it came from, it's not I mean, it helps the farm because we're procuring it from them, but it's not educating anybody. So what that's what we do is we try to bring as much in local, but mm -hmm. you have to have an educational component to it. So they learn where their food is coming from and why and why it's important. So you do you work with the community, have them come in and talk to students. Um, you give them opportunities to do, go on field trips and see different areas of agriculture that maybe they were familiar with. And um, having school gardens, having them be able to go out and plant stuff and come back in the fall and harvest different items. We just had a uh, garden club meeting and they harvested carrots that in the raised beds that were planted last year because carrots can stay underground all year mm -hmm. you can harvest them after the winter so we had some little kids out there and they were just amazed because our rainbow carrots She's just dropping knowledge today right <laughs> chicken wow i thought we were just Who gonna boom thought? <laughs> <laughs> i thought you got all Love smart on me and stuff i know yeah <laughs> i thought we were just gonna come on and talk about our weekend i feel like we're in old school and frank the tank just kind of goes Jeez. off on his <laughs> i want to go back to i don't just go to shows <laughs> I want to go back to the farm to school initiative thing that's happening on the 31st. How many meals are you guys providing total? What's the, the exact amount? Do you know? So our uh, our last one that we did in October, yeah. which was a little bit smaller scale and was not as promoted as much, we served 7,000 meals. 7,000 wow. meals. Wow. Our, yeah, 7,000 local meals. So nice. we're hoping that with the build up to it and the increased um, promotion of it, and um, th there's a little bit more excitement about it because the schools and the cafeterias don't feel maybe as overwhelmed with the items that they're getting. So hopefully some of that is going to increase the participation and we're trying to make sure mm -hmm. people are more aware of it. Uh -huh. So we'll hopefully we'll see if we can take um, a comparison, see an increase in the participation that day. Do you have one central location to cook all the meals or are they c is it kind of spread out? Uh, most uh, most schools have their own they, uh, their own kitchen, which is a misperception. I think a lot of people have think that cafeterias don't cook. Uh -huh. They do. There's very few districts. There are some that have a satellite kitchen and within their own district and then push food out to other buildings. Mm -hmm. But most caf most districts have a uh, have a cafeteria that they actually cook in. I mean, it might be minimal, but they're not reheating and sticking things in the microwave like people think that they are. Yeah. They get they get produce deliveries a couple at least two times a week. They get you know other deliveries from you know Carlo Messi comes in, and then there's uh, they have different contracts with Arctic brings in certain foods, and the other people bring in foods. So they're getting deliveries all the time. They cook. They do cook. The schools and are cooking their own meals. They then. do. Gotcha. Most most schools are cooking their own meals. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. it was just one central location, and they push them out to all the schools. I know that's how it used to be yeah. with the Utica School District. So Utica, I'm not sure how do you, Utica. Utica runs still it. is, in fact, that way. A, okay. a satellite. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of advantages to that, though. Mm -hmm. You know, the central kitchen model, uh, less waste in all those, you know, in all of those places. It's also just like the you know, labor budget, convenience, yeah. and also the amount of control, consistency. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that those kitchens are places where 
like that environment, I could see it being relatively easier to do some farm to school yeah. things in. There's a lot of potential mm-hmm. in you a centralized know? kitchen because they have the space, the equipment that yeah. they have is going to be, they probably have more equipment in a centralized kitchen than a, a building that does all their cooking themselves, get their deliveries in. So that's one yeah. of the biggest challenges is um, you can bring all the local food in that you want, but if they don't have food processors and sharp knives to cut their cut their stuff, oh. doesn't you can give them as much as you want. I could give them 10 pounds of like, uh, I have somebody that wants to give me like 10,000 pumpkins in the fall. I'm like, well, what am I going to do with them all? I got to, you know. It's a perfect. Yes. This is perfect for Ashley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good segue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for setting me up for that one. <laughs> so um, we're talking about, you know, preparedness in school kitchens to be able to handle uh, local produce and, and fresh foods and, and do that cooking on site. Uh, we have a really big training opportunity coming up this August for um, we're targeting over 150 uh, school food service workers to come and spend two days uh we've got some seriously amazing chefs coming in one from vermont um yeah yeah i'm pretty excited too um to come in and spend two days working on enhancing their uh culinary skills so it kind of supports that um use of of whole foods in school kitchens um so you know the with the usda regulations around school food and the new um, New York State No Student Goes Hungry, it's drawing a lot of attention to the changing demands that are in school kitchens, and we're hoping to set them up with some some practical, technical, hands-on skills and experience to be able to encourage them to use those fresh products in their cafeterias. So it kind of, you know, there's a lot of different steps that go into making farm-to-school work. You know, there's the procurement issue, and then, you know, there's what, what do we do once we actually get the food? Can we handle it? So, so we're really excited about that training opportunity. You the bell? That was amazing. <laughs> oh, she's in charge of the bell. Nice. <laughs> When's the yeah. training opportunity no. again? So it's in August, okay. and August. Um, we've got um, and wh- school where's district. It um, so we have two locations to support kind of a really wide um, area. We've got seven counties uh, that we've invited. We've invited every school district within seven counties. And so one of them is going to be hosted um, by our co-sponsor, SUNY Cobleskill, and another is going to be hosted by our partner, OHM BOCES. Wow. Yeah. So it's really exciting. That is. Yeah. So they'll get so the um the people that come there are they're going to get like nice yeah. skills and they're going to they're going to walk away with tangible items. They're going to have get cookbooks and for so many schools they get um So like each yeah, each participant or each participating school will get um, a culinary kit that has like knives and um, like no cut gloves and cutting boards and um, a cookbook with recipes in it that are specifically designed for farm to school uh, kitchens and um, a certain number of I think like the first 40 uh, school districts to sign up are eligible to receive a larger piece of equipment um, like a processor or what was the other one immersion blender yeah an immersion blender um, to help them process those those foods in their kitchens if they don't already have them. Now, do these kids get like a, a tour of the farms and these stuff like that? They are not kids. They're not kids. They're, They're yeah. school districts. Oh, the, but I'm yeah. seeing like yeah. the kids themselves. Like, will they get like Little tours? Kids? Yeah, uh, from so the schools. So the that's really that's where the actual having a farm to school program yeah. comes into play. Uh, so they're talking more of having farm to school implemented in cafeteria settings. Mm-hmm. So that's what they work more with. I'm the farm to school coordinator. I work more mm-hmm. in classroom settings. Okay. So I work. I do work w- closely with them and Kate Dorr and Holly Ackerman, who does the ML Bosi's food service program. I work very closely with them. But I work with the school districts as far as like classroom outreach mm-hmm. and education. I go into like in Waterville. I go into almost once a month every grade uh, UPK through sixth grade 
doing education with our Harvest of the Month program. And then at the end of the year, I set up right now, we're doing our field trips. So we do a special program for UPK and kindergarten at the school, but first grade through sixth grade, I'll go on a specialized field trip that we're starting to kind of hone in and have it build year to year so they get to do something every year. So they're going to different different activities and it builds up. And the final one is sixth grade, which they love. They go to the Clinton Farmer's Market and have to do a uh, scavenger hunt. So it pulls all their oh, experiences really cool. together. So they do they do get to on field trips, but that's up to individual schools. It has nothing to do with Ashley's program. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so we kind of have three interesting dimensions of farm to school represented here. We have, you know, market development and procurement, and then you've got, you know, technical skills for the kitchens, you know, can they handle the foods, and then we've got the educational aspect with working with the kids, mm -hmm. hands-on stuff. And that's how you plan this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they plan this podcast, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go back and talk about more about what's happening May 31st. It's a couple yeah, places. certainly. Uh, so you um, – Again, all New York State beef and apple orchards and everything's a New York State product, and they're going to be serving 7,000, if not more, to meals to all the schools. This is great. It is. It, it, it's amazing. Now, how did this come about? Like, when, when did this all start? When did this come to fruition? So, <laughs> so uh -oh. um, well, with um, Kate Dorr, she's done a couple smaller scale ones uh, last over the last couple years. And then and so we have a steering committee of the – community partners and people from Board of Education and different areas um, like FFA programs. So we started planning one for October. We did one in October. That planning for that started in June last year. So it took, so that kind of goes to show the, the steps that have to be taken to plan something to that extent. Yeah, I can imagine. So we did a lot of coordination with uh, FFA from VVS. They helped us um, in Cooperative Extension, of course. We were able to get four local beef cows and we're able to make partnerships with the USDA processing facility. I was getting it mixed up in West Winfield, or Brook West Winfield. Uh, I was getting New York State Custom Processing. Yeah, uh, so down on Route Eight that way, <laughs> down there <laughs> they transported it to Roma's. Then Roma's made meatballs, and I was sent to Smith Packing, and then Smith Packing because they do all the distribution, distribute it to all the 17 school districts. So that was a huge, that was a huge, huge process. Jake worked with some local bean farmers like Humphreys. And we were able to track green beans from the field to Seneca Food Processing. And then they kept those beans separate. And then they just went to Smith Packing. And they were able to distribute those as well. So it's no easy task. No, that was. So for you to make sure, so for us to make sure that, we, so we knew that Humphrey's beans went to Seneca. But for us to make sure that we were getting them, Jake had to coordinate a significant amount of things to make sure that we were getting those specific beans. So we went through all of this. And there was a couple, you know, of course, Chobani yogurt again and New York State apples, um, went through all of that process. And we, you know, a lot of people didn't know what, what we did. And it took like some months for us to plan that. So afterwards, even though it was successful to an extent, with our price point was a little bit higher than we, than you could, we could do feasibly for uh, another promotion at that same rate. So that's where we turned it into something that seemed more feasible to hot dogs. So we've been, so then we turned after October, then we started focusing on this one in May. So the big process to try to make sure you have all your lines in a row. But we're getting... <laughs> that's a lot of lines <laughs> to have in a row. It is. Right. It it is. Now, that's a lot of hoops but, to jump through. But now it's getting to the point where we're able to... We're getting to the point where we're finding items and uh, partners through, whether it be like uh, dairy partners or uh, somebody who are able to procure beef from on a regular basis. And we have a partnership with Smith Packing. So we're, we're working on making this something that... Uh, 
eliminating steps as we go down the road. So this this one is we don't have as many steps that we did in the first one. So making those connections sometimes makes it so it's possible for somebody to take the step out of it. So now maybe down the road, Jake doesn't have to necessarily be involved. Now these hot dogs could potentially be made without him being that taking up his time and planning it. So it's something that will hopefully be able to continue down the road without us all having to go through multiple steps. It will just be something that occurs like naturally. Right on. And this is something you guys plan on doing for a long, long time, yes. right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Awesome. It's one of the reasons that these events are so great, these like large-scale New York Food Day events, is because, because this menu in particular is checks all the local boxes that we want to but it's also pretty easy to execute for in in these kitchens it makes this so that like i w work most directly with oneida herkimer madison boses because they're so very interested and they're willing to do this in all you know 14 districts but also and then at the same time i can call up a different food service director from somewhere else and say you know we've arranged for all of these local products and they're going to be available yeah. on this day are you interested in participating right. in this event and they can yeah. say yeah, you know, where we work out details, but now it's like we've kind of looped them in. Yeah, so in now we're having we more schools that reach out and want to participate. So, so now um, they may not be participating in this event, but now we have districts that have reached out and they're not participating on the 31st, but they want to purchase some of the local hot dogs um, to use on a different date. Now that they know that they're available, mm -hmm. they want to use them and they'll promote them in their own way throughout their district. Um, like I personally, I don't. I started off with Collaborative Extension under a part-time grant, but I was I transitioned transitioned a couple years ago into uh, now I'm employed by Madison United Boses, so I work with also with their food service. So we have VVS that works through them, but we have other districts now that want to start participating, and because everybody else is doing it, well, now we want to make sure that we're part of that. So it's growing. The goal is to hopefully, you know, at least out of our two Boses, to make sure everybody in our area is participating to some level. If it's something, you know, we talked before about supplementation, the microgreens might be too expensive, so you supplement something else with them, but you're still us utilizing a local product. Do you find that rural schools are the ones more uh, inept to, to do it that over the Well, they're the ones that schools? definitely get it, right? Right, that's what I'm kind of wondering. Um, I don't necessarily think so. No? Um, well, most of our schools are all, there's a, I mean, there's a range a little bit. I mean, we have a lot of schools that have agriculture people think like oh you live out in Waterville so they're all all these kids know about farming you know, I took in Brussels sprouts that were actually on the stock and nobody even knew that they grew that way and they grow right down the road from them so it's not has nothing I think that it's just people just because you grow in or grow up in certain areas a lot, a lot of people just don't know people are really un unaware of what's happening even in their in their uh, neighbor's yard so. Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dumb people. You there. never know what's <laughs> going on in your yard. But we, we, uh, <laughs> 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 like, I don't even know what's going on in my yard. <laughs> but I just wondering, like, you know, some of these, you know, we live in rural areas, you know, like Remsen and some mm -hmm. of those places that, you know, there's a lot of people yeah. grow up from farming. They seem, they seem like, it seems like a natural fit for them. Right. It and I don't know if like the schools would be more um, obliged to do it as opposed to, like, you know, inner city schools where they just want, where you would think the, the mm -hmm. perception would be just cheaper easier quicker whatever i think it's important to say that ideology is not the only obstacle um and maybe jake can probably speak to that a little bit more about the oh, only the some of the other um structural things that get in the way of schools making this happen besides you know they might really be interested in the idea but there's a lot that stands between that and actually doing it this is your segue jake oh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, back. yeah exactly so to follow that example of specifically rural urban 
um, it is just as hard for me to get sweet corn five miles down the road in a rural setting than it is to get it 50 from urban to rural. It's just there's a, a huge, huge spread of challenges in local procurement for schools. First is that, for the record, in case you're wondering, they don't have any money. So it's like it's they don't have any money. Um, and they Which is a shame. Yeah. So you're talking like an average per meal food cost the the target is around a buck 50 per meal mm -hmm. so try to live on that wow. expect any other restaurant in the world to operate on that right it just it's it, to it just totally doesn't go so there's the fact that there is not a lot of just money hanging around to have left out there in you know a product and also because there's a lot of rules on the ways that they can spend the money that they get both in the cash and also in what the government kicks in on uh, a per meal basis so this is a federal program federal oversight what i've learned so far is that anytime somebody gives you a bunch of money to do things they get to tell you the rules too uh and so there's a lot of procurement rules and about you know so hypothetically and in many cases and places, very literally, somebody from the state education department will come sit down with the food service director, go through every one of their books and say, and the school has to, that food service director has to have an answer for why did you spend this here, that here, this, yeah. all the way Why through. did you buy from this person and not that person? So bidding, yes. bidding, tra tracking bidding, and, you know, so you have to have. Technically, yeah. the most of it, except for very small purchases, is supposed to be bid out to the lowest bidder. And getting a local product in there, that's, that's, that's messy. That's hard. It can be done. I don't want to get too far into the weeds of geographic preference, but <laughs> uh, coming soon to a school near you. I'm working on it. Um, <laughs> there's also problems with, like, the this is an anti-hunger anti program, and it's set up to be as big and effective, as inexpensive for the taxpayer as possible. And it's only, like, recently, call it the last 10 years, I don't know, where we came in and we were like, whoa, this needs to be a food education and anti-obesity program. It wasn't built to run like that. It was built to like, you know, how can we efficiently and effectively get calories into children who need it? And, and I think in, in that mission, the school lunch program is very effective, uh, even in our area, but also all across the country. When school is not in session, uh, food bank numbers go up. So we are feeding kids, which I, as I think is the bottom line, awesome. But also that leads to that they don't have any money because it's federal and they don't mm -hmm. all that jazz. Also, there's like products that the farmers have. So schools are accustomed to working with things um, in boxes that have have been homogenized and washed. Um, and you know the math on X number of servings like per when pound. You buy a of fifty this bag product. of potatoes. Right <laughs> from the right. farm. It's, there's not. It's not like, necessary. Like unwashed potatoes, yeah. very hard to get into that system. And and then you have the transportation. So I, at some points, I have a Hyundai Elantra. My whole trunk has been full of potatoes, and my whole back seat was overflowing with Brussels sprouts all in the same day. <laughs> you take them, and you have to cut them off the stalks. You dump your potatoes out, and there's a pound of dirt in there. And they, you have to wash them 15 times before they're, you know. So even though you can get them, but it's making sure it's getting there in a, in a usual way. And having somebody that's going to go and pick it up and bring it to the school. I can only fit so much in my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can only fit so much. I'm sure that happens often, though, huh? It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, could, I could just picture it now. It like <laughs> my car is usually full. Yeah. I was surprised I didn't have a box of silver in there for your pasta salad. Yes, you brought us pasta salad today, chicken. <laughs> yeah. 
How I, nice is that? Thank I'm you. I'm just Seth. wondering how many potatoes you've seen at a fish show. <laughs> Stuck <laughs> under the <laughs> under the seats and in between oh the seats. Only comes. Never know we can find in my car. Thank you for the pasta salad. That welcome. was yes. very nice. So it, it, that's what we sampled today with the UPK kale or greens are our is our harvest of the month in May. Mm-hmm. So you What's have UPK? kale. Is that what it sounds? UPK. What is that? Universal Pre-K. You were there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Sorry. Universal sure. PK. So we had sampled with them today the kale pesto pasta salad. Uh-huh. I was unable to make monster pops. Maybe I'll get you guys next time. That, that's that's fine. Just whatever you brought was yeah. is good with me. We love to eat around <laughs> here. I know. So. I was like, I gotta bring them some food, right? <laughs> I, love I it. like when people bring me food. Yeah. <laughs> what I think is cool. Very often, but <laughs> what I think is cool is you bring these kids um, fresh produce, fresh, you know, like organic foods yeah. where they're so used to like, you know. Uh, Fish sticks and in, 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 uh, chicken they get fingers excited. and pizza yeah. and yeah. They get so excited when I come into the classrooms. And they get, like, when they, you know, the couple mo- months a year that I don't, you know, during the school year that they don't come into, like, we don't get together and do our Harvest of the Month sessions. They're, like, they're disappointed. They're really disappointed. And, you know, <laughs> they try things that people are always like, oh, the kids aren't going to eat that. Mm-hmm. Um, they won't eat Brussels sprouts. That was one of our most popular ones was the Brussels sprouts. I sampled caramelized onions, and they loved them, like balsamic caramelized on, on a cracker just so they could try, like, a, you know, cook compared to raw. They will eat it if you have a positive attitude when they're there. And it makes a difference. Like in Waterville, they try almost everything, and almost every kid will try what I give them. I've been doing it. I've been in the classroom there for three, I mean, three years now. So they're excited when they see me. They still remember the very first sample I gave them, which was three years ago when we made kale chips. They still talk about them to this day. I have kids that come back and tell me how they made the recipes with their families when they go home and have parents email me about how excited they are that their kid is trying new food at home. So those are the things. People want numbers mm-hmm. for stuff like, oh, show me your numbers for this. You can't, you can't put a number on that. You can't put a number on a statistic on how much you know, the impact when you have parents coming up to your kids, seeing you out in random places and giving you a hug. Like, I can't wait till you come into our class again. You know, so Aww. those are those things make your job worth it. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, uh, you know, you want to prove people wrong. But when you say kids aren't going to eat it, they will. You just have to do it the right way. And that's why we do it the way we do, because you may not and explain it. You may not like it this way. But when we're in the cafeteria sampling a couple weeks, you're going to have that same thing in a whole nother way. So maybe you'll like it that way. See, I have, I have three nieces, you know, two of my brother and one with my sister. And my, my niece and my sister, she grew up on kale and, and all that stuff. And she loves it. Goose Goose or whatever it's called. Goose Goose. Goose Goose. <laughs> Blues Clues or whatever it's called. I don't know any of that scrub. But she loves it. Mm-hmm. And But my other nieces, they, you know, grew up on the, the, you know, chicken fingers and, you know, microwave meals. And, you know, when I brought home a mushroom, they thought it was like the craziest thing in the world. You know, they wouldn't <laughs> even try it. Like, what the hell is that thing? Mushrooms are weird. They are. I love <laughs> mushrooms, but it's like, yeah, kids yeah. Be, yeah. you know, but, you know, like, I think it's also that um, the 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 um, other kids eating it, you know, they, yeah. they, the they feel better if yeah. they see other people doing it. And they and do. They do. So what I have a rule. To try I don't it. have a lot of rules when I go in the classroom. So we have fun and we talk and we learn and we do fun activities. But when we do the sampling, every everybody, unless there's an allergy, every single kid takes a sample whether they want to eat it or not. And um, and they know that now because as soon as especially certain kids, as soon as one kid doesn't take it, then the, the kids next to them won't take it. Mm-hmm. And then and you don't say anything. You know, we everybody tries it at the same time. 
know, you talk with them about manners and not using so that you have other components in there. And then you vote on whether you like it. And then we discuss the positive and negatives of you of why you didn't like it. It was okay. So what can we do to change that recipe to make it how you would like it? So, we, you know, we talk about cooking with them and measurements and different supplementing foods that maybe you didn't like. Um, we have a huge junior iron chef competition that they get excited about now. I went from one team, now I have three teams that participate in it. And I've had students that change what they went to BOCES for, and now they're going for culinary because of stuff that they did through the farm to school program and junior iron chef competition. Oh, yeah. That's going to make you feel all warm and fuzzy, though, inside <laughs> when, when you <laughs> see a student, <laughs> when you see a kid coming up to you in, in public and give you a big old hug. and Yeah. Say they miss you. And they, yeah, they do. And it's, they you know, their parents are looking at you like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> and these kids are probably going to educate their parents on healthy eating. They do. They do. Yeah. So they always get, they get, most of the time, they get the same recipe that we did in class. They get the same recipe at home with them. So they get to make that at home. And oftentimes, they will get more than one recipe with that same thing. So we do, they get the recipes that we do in um, the cafeteria. So we do the in class sampling, cafeteria sampling, and the lunch menu. They feature the harvest of the month at least once a month on that. So they have at least three different times. That's so cool. I feel like that's important, too, because like I think back like the first time I tried hummus, you know, hummus is kind of a weird texture, kind of a weird flavor. When you first taste it, you're like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I like that. Second time I tasted it, I'm like, mm, OK, I expected it. I'm not crazy about it. But the third time, I'm like, I really like this stuff. I feel like I can't stop eating it. Yeah, now I, now I love hummus. You know what I mean? It's it just, yeah. I think, like, the first time you're expecting it to hate it, especially most kids, they go into something, they try it, and they're like, I'm not going to like this. They already have it determined in their head they're not going to like it. Yeah. So the first time they just automatically say they don't like it. The second time they'll give it a shot. Yeah. They they know what to expect. By the third time they know for sure if they really like it or not. Yep. I'll take what do they say 20 25 times to try something before yeah. you know if you like it or not. Mm -hmm. 25? 20 to 25 times, yeah. Oh, I figured by the yeah, second, you think, you think third or fourth time, you I should think know. I think that's like over time because your, your taste buds change over a period of time and how things are it's cooked. True. Yeah, that's you know, true. So how things are cooked, you know, so yeah. how they're not, if they're raw, if they're cooked. Some people don't, like carrots is a huge example. Do you like carrots? I eat carrots. Do you eat cooked carrots and raw carrots? I eat them both. I eat them both, yeah. You eat them both. So a lot of kids will only eat raw carrots. They won't eat cooked carrots. It's a texture thing. Uh -huh. Just like um, bananas. Like people eat banana bread but won't eat bananas because it's mm -hmm. a texture thing. Yeah. So you can. So that changes it all. So that's why we try to make sure they're trying these things in different way. Like with kale, like the first year, it's like, I don't like kale. I'm mean, like, you can't say that. There's over 50 varieties of kale. Have you had every single one of them cooked every single way possible? I'm like, you don't know you don't like it. I was called the kale lady for months. I'm <laughs> a bigger fan of like uh, tomatoes and onions. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like them raw, but cooked, it's a whole different mm -hmm. yeah. ball game. Yeah, the changes, the flavor, the yep. texture, you know, all that good stuff. So. Right, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna make Ashley get her guitar. Oh gosh, <laughs> we're, really? We're, yeah, we're gonna make Ashley perform Yay, today. I can't wait. But before we take this break, uh, Jake, can you please plug uh, what's happening in a couple of days with uh, yes. your school? Yes, absolutely. School initiative uh, program. New York Foods Days, as brought to you by the Mohawk Valley Farm to School Initiative, uh, happening in 18 school districts, 46 buildings, uh, an all-New York State menu. Uh, it's supremely exciting. Any additional questions, comments, concerns, you can find me at Cornell Cooperative Extension's website. Um, love to hear from anybody who hears about uh, this event and wants their school or their kid to be able to participate. That's a great thing that you're doing great thing keep up the good work and uh you want to you want to throw down a little bit for us ash or walk come on said anything <laughs> 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 uh, you know you come walking in how can you not bring yeah, a guitar right? oh, yeah. no come on i usually always have it have guitar will travel i want to i always said i want to do a challenge and put like a musician there with their guitar or bass or whatever mm -hmm. and have them stand there and tell them they can't touch it, touch it. Yeah. Like, oh, see, I'm, I'm a people pleaser so i won't 
I'll, I'll win. I'll no, win that challenge is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because every time we have a musician on around their instrument, they just start fiddling around. Oh, you just can't me. help it. <laughs> it be great to see. Let's take that break, and then we're going to come right back. Ashley's going to play. Jake's hanging out. We also have JP from the baseline hanging out with us. I'm going to throw him behind the, the captain's seat. Oh, so boy. Throw him to the fishes. Unlike the other co-hosts and hosts around this other place, they're scared to learn how to learn <laughs> to use the equipment. We're going to throw JP back here Yay. and uh, and – Throw him to the wolves, pretty much. He has no idea what goes on back here. In so we're just pretty much. Stretch. We're going to see what happens. We'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm sure it's going to be easy. It's a piece of cake. The kid's. He's a smart kid. He's, he's a got smart it. kid. He is a smart kid. So you hang. It's EC Radio. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. Never you mind what I'm making. You should spend some time taking a personal inventory of what you're doing for the betterment of society. Join the Disruption Network crew Friday, June 8th at the Empowerment Center Block Party, 230 James Street in Utica, from 4 to 6 p.m. Music provided by our very own DJ East One. There will be vendors, grilling with the Utica Police Department, hands-on craft with BB Designs and Steamwork Ability Lab, Seed Bombs, Lead Safe Demo, and Come Hang with Utica Fire Department. That's Friday, June 8th at the Empowerment Center, 230 James Street in Utica. The Block Party is hosted by the Home Ownership Center, the Mohawk Valley Association of Realtors, Steamworks Ability Lab, Lead Free Mohawk Valley, Berkshire Bank, MVP Healthcare, BB Designs, and NeighborWorks America. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacqua & Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacqua & Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Pasolacqua & Associates, 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today. 
YOLO infidels, that's right, it's Hacker Hameen. This is Al Schneer from the band Mo. Hey, this is Corey Glover from Living Color. And you're listening to EC Radio. And you're listening to EC Radio. Live on EC Radio with the Z-Man, so take the pizza out of your fat moron mouse. Sit back and listen before I give you a $5 face slap. You'll never forget, infidels. YOLO. switching seats we're playing like musical chairs today i love it that helped out my disruption network hey we got a really cool event happening on june the 8th we're gonna be at the empowerment center on james street that's 230 james street in utica right down the road from the dm we'll be hanging out with our friends from the home ownership center and a whole bunch of other great organizations. The cops are going to be down there. UPD is going to be down there grilling and chilling. The fire department is going to be down there. You can hang out and run around in the fire truck if you want. Sea bombs, arts and crafts, kids. By our good friend Angela Johnson from BB Design. That's all happening at the Empowerment Center Block Party. It's June 8th. We're going to be there. DJ East One going to be on the ones and twos over there, too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see what uh, what he brings to the table. You know it's always a party when East One is in the mix. So that's happening. The Empowerment Center, 230 James Street, from 4 to 6 p.m. Come hang out with your friends at the D. Block party time. It's summer, and that means block party. I love how, how you did that right off the cuff. You like that? Like You can't remember what day it is, <laughs> but you remember all that. <laughs> He's like, today, today's Monday, right? <laughs> yeah, so I switched. We're switched it up a little bit. JP from the baseline. He's got to learn how to get behind the, the control board, so I just kind of threw him to the wolves, and he literally has no idea what he's doing but. It's not the first time in my life that I've been <laughs> in a position such as this where I don't know what's going on. How are we doing, everybody? <laughs> I, I love the initiative, though. He's like, screw it, man. I'm coming right in the middle of this interview, and I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah might like as it. well. Like might it. as well. Also in the mix with us, we have Tiffany, Jake, Ashley, talking about uh, Farm to School initiative that's happening this week. And yeah. It's a great thing you guys are doing, and keep up the good work. But right now, Thank we're going to focus our attention on Miss Ashley right oh, now. Oh, I wish you would so Yes, excited. come on. Oh, Come on, you jam. This girl's got a voice like an angel oh, over here. Oh, see, now I'm oh, You I'm do. Flustered. Oh, don't be flustered. <laughs> don't be flustered. I remember when Masucci brought you in that one time. Rich, and, yeah. And, yeah, and you just lit it up that day. Oh, really? You did. You I lit it nervous. up that day. And, like, I remember the phone lines ringing, and who's this girl? And it was a great day, and, and you really brought the house down. So. It was a great day for me, too. Yeah. Now <laughs> we're putting you on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. I got to get used to the spot. Keeps coming up now and then. You what do. do you, uh, what do you guys want to hear? I, whatever. Whatever. Are you all tuned oh, up? And, and uh, ready yeah, to rock yeah, it. I'm as tuned as she's getting in this heat. So I am also going to play sound guy here for a second too, because throwing you to the wolves. Yeah, um, unmute the the white. Is it all unmuted? All unmuted. Okay, so now what's going to happen is we're going to just mute all these mics and keep her two mics on. See, we're we're doing the tutelage <laughs> all off the cuff today. What color is she? White and yellow. She, white uh, and yellow. She's white and yellow. Yes. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Ashley Dakar. 
Are these good? Do I need to move these? No. They're good where they are? All right. <laughs> she brought the house down. Yeah. Before I even started. Man, I'm good. And a woman, too. Stevie Nicks, your biggest influence? Um, one of. One yeah, of? One of. Yeah. Who else? 
Oh, I didn't oh, know. Oh, you didn't I know? Didn't, I didn't know. Oh, you're blowing you, you away. I, no I didn't know. No, I had no idea. Done I didn't know. We're not, oh, we're there's, not done yet. No, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be more. <laughs> now, who else? Who else you influenced? Um, yeah, by? so Stevie Nicks is a is a major one. Um, I you know I grew up listening to like Bruce Springsteen, um, Moody Blues. I was a total dork. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good stuff about? right there. Oh, yeah, the yeah. classics. Yeah. So, um, God, I'm trying to think who else. Now they're not coming to me. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> I really like Laura Marling. She's a little more contemporary, uh, you know, like folk, British mm-hmm. folk stuff. Like do you have any gigs coming up? I do. Oh, I do. Um, I don't remember them off the top of my head. This I think there's one June on the 15th. Spot. I'm opening for, oh, God, I don't even remember the name of the band. Yeah, get up a little closer to the Oh, mic. yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember the name of the band that I'm opening for, but... Um, I can send you the details if you want to. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. we got to share Get it. some it's plugs in there, false. Ashley. Um, and then there's going to be another one in the beginning of August in um, Camden. I will have more solid details once I can get into my calendar and, and find out when and where these things are. And this is what I'm saying. Like, you look at you, you seem all, you know, pretty reserved. And then she starts singing. You're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this is coming from the same person? Like, you get such a big, great voice. <laughs> you got well, pipes. Thank you. You got pipes. Thank you so much. You guys are so nice. Well, it's true, though. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I'm trying to get this over here to see what the hell's going on. All right. Good. <laughs> I, it's a little bit weird to sit over right. here. Right. Uh, a little different, like, isn't it? Again, a little strange, I, huh? I got to smell chicken. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I know. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. JP in here hanging with us. I, I appreciate you coming in, man. But you can hear this everybody, is, right? Yeah. So, so far, you know, my little angel on the shoulder, Todd's been doing good. <laughs> making me look like I know what I'm doing. We do have to give some love to Todd Williams, our partner here at the D. He's always, he's like the God voice in the background, you know. He's Big he's Brother's the, always watching. The eye in the yep. sky. Pay That's no attention Todd. to the man behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he is the wizard. He is the wizard. Yeah, as soon as she hit it, he started putting reverb on her voice and everything. I'm like, wait. Yes. That sounded really good. I could have heard me. Well, you're going to hear it when you go home and, and look at it again. I will check it out. I'll yeah. tell you right now, in these headphones, you sounded amazing. Awesome. Very cool. And without the headphones on, you sounded amazing, too. Well, Thank you. So. You but know. yes, but he had a little effect. <laughs> cool. He Very decorated cool. the voice if up I a little bit. You got to sit over it. there, so now you got to be the one it. upper. You I can know? dig it. Yeah, yeah. cool. Very cool. Would you play us another one, please? One more? Yeah, okay. Come on, one um, more. One more, and I won't bug you. Yeah, anymore. yeah, I'll do one more because this is not about me. This is about the kids. You're right. Remember? <laughs> I think the kids would like it. Right? The kids want to hear you sing. Hey, the kids should know about farming and music, so it's it's super important to know both. It is true. You can sing at the coffee pickup on Thursday. Coffee pickup. Can you sing oh, Plant a Tree for America? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually working the event that day. So you know any John Denver? <laughs> Plant a tree. I know what his last hit was. Yeah. The mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's about the kids. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 All righty, let me think what key I'm going to do this one in. <clears throat> you guys can talk amongst yourselves. For yeah, yeah, seconds. we'll figure yeah, this yeah, one out. Talk amongst yourselves. I think Jake's blown away by your talent right now. Yeah, yeah. I am. He is. He didn't know you That's had great. it in you. All right, we're going to try and do this in this key, and if it doesn't work, we're going to just... Okay, make sure you get like up a little bit happens. closer to the mic, okay, though. Just yeah, a little bit closer. You're right, better, better at singing than you even are at Microsoft Excel, which <gasps> wow. really? which is, let me tell you, <laughs> I mean I that. Excel. That's a lot. <laughs> Thank that's, you. That's I great. I how to add columns the Can other I put day. that I on so the back excited. of my demo? Quote you that I'm better at. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. absolutely. I, I love absolutely. that it's the best compliment ever. You're better at this than Microsoft Excel. <laughs> She's that. really good at Excel too, and that's the only it's the only Excel. reason that I know, or the only, you know, that's the only thing I've known so far. Yeah, wow, that's it's just a good metric. Shit. I do yeah. love a good spreadsheet. 
<laughs> wow. Anyway. Is, that, is that the title of the next next song? Yeah, I love, I love a good spreadsheet. Yeah. We can write that right it's a now. Love song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. <clears throat> Let me try and do this. We How found- many songs you got in your repertoire? You think? Um, I mean, I could play three hours. Three hours? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. that's a lot. Yeah, and you write some too, right? Yeah. Don't, yeah. You, don't you write a lot of music? I try. We expose their superpower. Yeah. Excel <laughs> and playing guitar <laughs> <laughs> and singing. Exactly. What can't I do? Right. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank that was you. great. Thank you guys.
That was great. Chicken doesn't even like you two. I don't. I don't. That was the best you two I've heard. You know, I'm right up there with you, Chicken. I looked over at you, JP. We both were looking at each other like, damn. See, I'm changing some minds about you two. No. Just about you. Yeah, just about me. Okay. No, that was excellent. We knew you were great. I'm only human. No, that was excellent. <laughs> that was that was so good. And Thank you. please let us know your dates that you're playing I so we could get them out the there message. and plug it so people could go out and see you. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely, I'll, I'll let you know. Any bands out there listening need somebody to open up for them. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Let me know. If you're not so self-conscious about getting blown off the stage <laughs> <laughs> before you even get up there, oh, we got somebody right here. Yeah, uh, I mean, totally, <laughs> totally available for that. Have you ever thought about playing with a band? I would love to. Yeah. I just haven't found the right. Yeah. So if anybody's out there, yeah, <laughs> I can play the didgeridoo. Me. Oh, can you really? Can you? Okay. Oh yeah. I retract my statement. I'm spoken for. Ooh. You guys could be called that Ashley Bodega. Awesome. <laughs> 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 A little fusion. Love it. Love it. Love it. Right. You play didgeridoo. Second time I've heard that come up. Yeah. Somebody mentioned that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like circular breathe and all that. I. Not don't not well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not not enough that if I we were to play instruments at the same time, somebody would just beat me with the didgeridoo to hear her. Oh, so okay. it's not <laughs> like. So we have was, a little work to do. Mostly a joke. Yeah. 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 Well, it is. You got to find the pocket of the dig, and you got to circular breathe to keep it going. And the dig. I mean, it's 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 quite an instrument. Yeah. Do you know because you play? I can I can hold it down, but I can't really yeah. do the circular breathe part of it, you know. But I, I can make the boyo 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 noise, like, nice. <laughs> kind of like that Steve Miller stuff. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Like, <laughs> no, didgeridoo is it's an Australian like an in- instrument, African instrument that you got to kind of blow Frampton. through it. And you ever see Doctor Didge? <laughs> anybody familiar with Doctor Didge? Maybe you are probably no. anybody in this. No. No, Doctor Didge is uh, he's from Australia and he had like a three piece band and it would just be all these crazy like hip hop beats and like loops an to it but he would African do, play the didgeridoo you don't, kind of can you uh, you're, you're muted something you ever see Dr. Didge yeah, you're, you're, on, you're on Facebook you're on Facebook get off Facebook I gotta look him up I wonder if I heard him you gotta mute all that yeah thanks I do it all the time in the, on the deed line I listen Xavier Rudd plays, plays Xavier Rudd's another great he plays the yeah, he's a good, he, he's a good little guy. He's a talented good little guy. musician. He is. Well, he's a small dude. He's <laughs> he looks. Really I've, I've never seen him. I would. He's so short. He's like I'm taller than he is. But anyways, he's another one that plays didgeridoo. Absolutely. He's amazing at it. I still want to go back to the Craigslist ad where Ashley, Ashley's finding a band. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll drop the paperwork. Okay. Yeah. You have something on my <laughs> desk <laughs> by by Monday. Yeah. Okay. We'll probably have like 15 <laughs> bands come by tomorrow that want to play. <laughs> Actually, I'm surprised because there's so much talent in this area that you haven't really – because you frequent the open mics, right? Haven't yeah, you? I haven't, to be honest, I haven't tried all that hard, uh-huh. but um, I have tried, and it's just a matter of, you know, finding the right match. Yeah. It's tough to find, you know, people that you're it on is. the same wavelength with and, you know, want to do the same types of projects. Yep. So. And you got to jump into a relationship with these people. Exactly, and, exactly and it is a relationship. Is. So. Yeah. That's why I can't keep yeah. a band together. Nobody wants to get in a relationship exactly. with Exactly. <laughs> it requires a level of commitment. <laughs> be in the band. I, I got people texting me now. They're like, want to go see you. Oh, yeah? They're like, oh, I, cool. I want to go see her. All right. Well, I'll definitely be sure to give you guys the details. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully I get a couple more on the calendar for the summer. Um, we'll post them right up on uh, our Disruption yeah. uh, Facebook page and Absolutely. BC Radio. And Sounds good. And you could come on and play anytime you want, Ashley. Anytime you guys need mm-hmm. someone to kill time, just let me know. <laughs> We always kill Every time day. around. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I is would a be time honored. killer. Ooh, Ooh see, Jake? <laughs> it's that easy. 
It is that easy. I can't. This thing is so wobbly today. It's I don't gotta know, all the fill it with on like one side. sand or something. I don't know what the hell it is. Drill holes through it. <laughs> Yes, please get those dates up, though. I will. Uh, I, I will do that. Because yep, yeah. we do have people checking in saying that girl is amazing. <laughs> awesome. See, I told you. Right, cool. That's good. Ashley Car, You do Thank kick you ass. Can people find your music online anywhere? Oh, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, probably really old there. stuff YouTuber. from like, when the Columbia was open. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. I think that was the last live recorded show I have is from the Columbia. Ah, um, I, I knew I knew a guy there. that worked there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm I'm working on getting some stuff recorded to throw up somewhere on SoundCloud or something like that. So ah. I'll keep you guys posted. Good. Yeah. The powers of technology. Yep. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Get your music up there and out there like that. Yeah, your yep. voice definitely deserves to be recorded. Oh, well, Absolutely. thank you. Yeah. Thank H- you. Have you ever recorded anything? Uh yeah, like here and there. Studio wise. Yeah, here and there. Well, Do you, you work got, on original? Two recordings now. Yeah, true. Right? Oh, you're on here now. The makings. Yeah. Um, I I have one original recorded that I'm comfortable with. Cool. Um, it's a love hate relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I've had is. plenty of those. Like, yeah. <laughs> they love to hate me and hate to love me. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on it. I gotta put more effort in. I gotta put more effort in. Well, but. the whole recording thing is a process, and yeah. sometimes if you overanalyze and if are you one of those, yeah, all day long, overthink it. That's why you gotta get other ears to listen to it because yeah. you might be super critical and yeah. think, oh, I could do better, and I don't like it, and then other people are like, oh my god, this is freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah, I need to chill out. <laughs> what I need to do. I always wondering like what other hits around the cutting room floor that never made it out because the artist was like oh i don't like yep. it but other people would have loved it yeah yeah i like yeah. it when bands go back and release those, those i was yeah. gonna say that's when you get the re-release i like that stuff. like you're finding out that new guns and roses song i was just gonna say that from appetite destruction yeah. days yeah the, Be- the beatles have done it a few times uh since obviously most of them are dead. Well, now. Biggie and Tupac but came out with five albums. Since <laughs> they went on tour. They went on a hologram tour, didn't they? Yeah. They went on a whole tour. People paid to get into the gate to watch the hologram. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> One of these days, and no doubt, it's gonna happen. I see Vegas taking that over. That yeah. Whole that or Disney. Speaking yeah, of Vegas, did you happen thing. to see the pregame last night for the? For Bro, wait. Can Knights? we talk about Vegas? Give it up for the Golden Knights <laughs> last night. Segway into, yeah. into some of Z's favorite stuff, but. Um, <laughs> Nobody can do a pregame like that. That was oh my god, that was, was amazing. amazing. Did you see that? I did. I watched the whole thing. I was enthralled. Um, I posted on my Twitter like the rest of the NHL just got put on notice that they have to up their pregame celebrations. Listen, if you're not, if you're not, you don't got archers firing flaming arrows into yeah. the ice. <laughs> it's just not going to compare. Yeah, it to was They were actually on ice sword fighting with skates on yes. sword fighting. Yes. So it was really really. Cool. I think now that you got Vegas in the sports, you know, maybe years coming up where they're going to take over the Raiders or moving there supposedly. You're going to see them up the game big time. Oh, They're going to put a whole production into Everybody it. Everybody was already worried did. about it going the other way with gambling, but now they're legalizing sports gambling across the country. So let Vegas have their fun. They're going to make it a spectacle. Did you watch the whole game yesterday? I watched the majority. What an amazing game. It was a great game. It was just game. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then Vegas finally put them away in the third. That's what they needed to do. This is They're making history. They've already made history. They've already made history, and they're going to continue to make history. Hopefully, they bring home the cup. It will be the they greatest. they got three more games the, to see if they the get a win. The most unbelievable sports feat that I – now, everybody on this, you guys are farming and, and education. I'm sports. That's, that's <laughs> what, Everybody's got their thing. That's you, what brother. we do. So, <laughs> you know, um, sorry to segue in, in this captain's chair, segueing into sports, but uh, <laughs> it'll be the most unbelievable feat that I've ever seen yeah. in modern pro- professional sports just because of the odds are stacked up so high against an expansion team. Yeah. You don't see expansion teams get good for four or five years. Right. right. Um, this They're is the definitely, definitely a story they, to This is the first expansion team ever to make it to a championship game in any sport ever. And just and to see, like, players from all different um, – 
you know, teams and everything coming together and gel. Well, the thing is, is That's like good coaching. The thing Absolutely. is, all those players were left unprotected by previous teams, and then they just got thrown into a pool for an expansion draft. So a lot of those, all, the, all these players that are on Vegas, they were players that nobody wanted anymore. Right. They just kind of threw them out. So they had a little chip on their shoulder from there, like, oh, those guys don't want me. Let's see what they're going to do over here. And, and what I love about them, too, is they don't have – the only superstar they have on their team is Flurry. He's their only superstar, but they have, like, four number two lines all the way down across the board. Like, they – Anybody could play on a number two line on that on that lineup, but uh, hopefully See, I, they pull I, it out. I kind of like that method, though, like where you have like one stud player and then you got really good role, role players. players. It's all role players. And because like, like, a lot of these things, you stop that one star, you got them beat. Mm-hmm. But when you got multiple players that like can play the game, you get that one superstar, but then you got those other tough, you know, role players. Who are you going to stop? You know what I mean? That's why I think, and they gel. They obviously are gelling well together. Coming They're killing it. Different angles of the world. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> how long, how long before the movie comes out? Perfectly. I know, right? You know, it's right. funny you say that because I heard they're already talking about this movie. Already? I heard they're already talking about this movie. It's oh, wow. about making the movie of, you know, especially Amelia, if they win the Stanley Cup. Oh, my God, they win the Stanley Cup the in their first year. I'm like, it, it was, <laughs> I don't see it ever happening happening again in sports, ever happening, an expansion team winning the championship. So hopefully it happens. But, I mean, they already did win the Western Conference championship. So, I mean, that says something. Yeah, so it's that's awesome, man. It's the best it's story in see. sports, the, but by hands down, by especially far. A, a game like hockey, where um, you know, it's always looked at as like the third level on the sports, you know, the big four sports to have like a great storyline like that to put them right into focus. I think that's awesome it's for huge. that sport. It's huge. <laughs> It definitely is. And uh, we won't bring up the Boston Celtics. No, 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 we won't. <laughs> they got LeBron. I knew as soon as we had to play LeBron, that was going to happen. Yeah. yeah NBA loves 0. LeBron. They're up 2 0. Yeah, they three, love. 3 2 and just couldn't close yeah, it out. Yeah, I know. Hey, LeBron's the best basketball player. No, it's this, the NBA. Of this generation. Freaking. The NBA is. Is, is, is fixed. They He's just the, want Durant and LeBron to face each other over it, and over and over uh, again. It is sports entertainment for sure. It all is. <laughs> Anyhow, let's get off the sports subject because we could go on and on and on and on. And Jake is already falling asleep over here. <laughs> hey, I liked it. It's okay. It that took me about five minutes to figure out what sport you guys were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you captivated my interest. Well, the Utica area is a big hockey town. Yeah. It's, it always has been, even before the Comets and the Devils, and even way before that in the 60s and the 40s with the Clinton Comets. It's always been a good hockey town. And. And, 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 and thankfully, they got the comments back here. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they brought yeah, a lot. They just got all that yeah. money to redo their hockey arena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a matter of fact, too, they're opening up that restaurant next week, too. 72 oh, restaurant yeah. right in the odd. Yeah. It's right there. So there's, a, like, a steakhouse. I love what they've done. It's amazing. I mean, I'm not really a hockey fan, it's but amazing. I absolutely love what they've done. And uh, I think it's great what the, the camaraderie they brought back to the city. Yeah. You know, yeah. so awesome kudos to that man. I love what they've done. It's amazing. I mean, you're, I'm not. It's so nice. I had to say it twice. You got him. <laughs> okay. I'm watching. You're learning, kid. You're learning. That would drive me crazy. And then all of a sudden, I hear my voice. I'm like, wait, I'm talking again. Talking again. Yeah, right? talking. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> it goes off in my headphones. But uh, this has been cool. JP, are you, are you comfortable back there? You feel good? I'm feeling okay. You're feeling all right? I'm feeling okay. I get people saying, have her sing more. They must like not like us talking. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't like this. Like, what happened to the entertainment? <laughs> yeah, all the talent is just sitting there. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> we got to find you a band, though. I think yeah, I'd right. love to hear you in a band. You know what else? Are you an Alanis Morissette fan? Um, yes and no. I no? like her voice. I'm not a 
I don't. I, I'm kind of. I don't have strong feelings either way. Is it jagged little pillow up yeah, on? Yeah, that like, was her big. Uh, right. What's this? Uh, I think I want to say it's like the 24th anniversary or 20. It's yeah. almost coming up on the 25th anniversary. Yeah. There needs. Are you? Did you mute yourself? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like when this thing rotates up, it kind of mutes my uh, mutes my mic. Up. Yeah, it's weird. Do you do any um grease lick? No, I haven't in the past. That is not to say I never will. <laughs> well, going back to a lot of Morissa, it's coming up on the anniversary. I want to find a band out there that will cover the whole album front to back. Oh, that'd be that cool. Be fun. You know, it kind of celebrated a, a little bit. Fun. That was a huge album. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's like a woman's anthem, right, Jeff? Sure. Uh, yeah. I know you were rocking that back in the day, <laughs> right? It's a little uh, ironic. Minus Morissa. <laughs> a little bit. And Rusted Root. And yeah. All that. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. There's an idea. There's an idea. 1995. Oh, it was 95? 1995. Thank you. Wow. That's our fact checker yeah, right there. Thank you. That's what I do. I like it. That's why I'm sitting up here. So I, I was going to think of how long ago that was. It's a long time. 95? Yeah. It's 23 years ago, Tiff. Yeah, I was one <laughs> years old. You were one? How old were you? I was one. Wow. <laughs> you know. Oh, I was like out of high school stuff. already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 1995. Wow, what a year. But <laughs> I don't remember. It's it's the beginning yeah, of my <laughs> it's the beginning of my blackout years. Oh boy. You know, I'm really <laughs> surprised that she didn't <laughs> she didn't fulfill more. You know, what I mean, like she came out with that album and it was huge, and I just always expected more from her. She just kind of disappeared. Yeah, it's just kind of gone. She became a mega superstar. Yeah. She didn't need to do anymore. Exactly. That thing put she her. She retired on that album. She yeah. really yeah. did. She played God and Dogma, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> she and then you never heard from her ever since. You're right, though. Yeah, you know, I always expect that. And same thing with Fiona Apple. But I know Fiona Apple had, like, uh, anxiety issues when she was playing live. But Wasn't lo- she bulimic, too, or something? Something like that, like yeah. she had, like, eating disorder? Uh, but I know she had, like, really bad anxiety when she'd get up on stage, and she couldn't. She'd get sick and wouldn't be able to play. Um, but Alanis Morissette, like, I always thought she would just come back with something even better than yeah. the first album. Hey, there's still time. There is. <laughs> but I'm just really, still really time. surprised it, it, it didn't come out. Yeah. After a long hiatus, Morissette is due to release her ninth studio album sometime in 2018. So oh, she's got nine albums. See? Oh. Yeah, you got to remember, she did a lot of stuff. She's Canadian, so she yeah. had... She was huge in Canada. You can't do that yeah. on television. Yeah, she was on that, too. Remember I, that show? I, yeah. And do you know the whole... Um, her and Dave Coulier. Thank you. That's, that's that song is written about him. It's Uncle Joey. Uncle yeah, Joey. Yeah, oh yeah. Joey Gladstone. Yep. That's that song's written about him. Come on. You ought to know. Yeah. You you were you weren't born when that show got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I went to history class. And and you can watch Fuller House too. You can watch Fuller House these days. I watch Fuller House. I think that's. I've never seen it. Yeah. Nah, it's on Netflix. It. I don't have Netflix. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> But I, I want to see somebody cover that whole album, especially when oh, it turns idea. 25. So we got a couple years before it turns 25. You got time. Well, yeah. that you ought to know something. You got to get the yeah. band back Jason. together. Yeah. With a good female vocalist. Gee, I, t- I have to know one. I do. <laughs> I like to see more female rockers out there. You know what I mean? There's yeah. so many. Like uh, Fergie, when she worked with um, Slash on, on his solo album. Or what about Grace Potter? Grace Potter. Oh, yeah, I mean, Grace Potter's excellent. But yeah. like, you hear Fergie and you, you, with Black Eyed Peas, and you're like, okay. But when she played with Slash... Oh my God, she killed it, and amazing! I would love to see a whole album with her doing that stuff. Mm. I think she just killed. I think it. she did. Did she? I'm pretty sure she did. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Just not ex- exactly what I expected to hear out of your mouth. I, I want to see more female rockers, like like Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming around. He is. He's coming around a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I like Hart and you know uh, yeah, Joan Jett and Lita Ford and there you, you know. go. Yeah, and some, Fergie. 
<laughs> and her lovely, I tell you, she her lovely lady lumps. I, I did not <laughs> expect that from her, and she just absolutely blew me away. Ashley, if there is an album you could cover from front to back, what would it be? Oh, that's a really hard question. <laughs> oh, man, that's a really hard question. South of Heaven? No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, man. I'm going to have to think about that one. Can I come back with an answer someday? Yes. <laughs> someday. Okay. Yes. Tomorrow. <laughs> we'll put it on the calendar. I'll give me a deadline to work around. It. Right. Get put it on Express. Yeah, yeah. I'll make a spreadsheet. Yeah, a spreadsheet. I'll yeah. rank them in ascending or descending order, whichever you prefer. <laughs> and Excel's fantastic because you can change them very easily. Yeah. So if you could open for anybody, who would it be? If I could open for anybody. Oh, man. You know, I would say, you know, who has, like, one of the most fun crowds is um, Bruce Springsteen. His crowds are super fun, and so I would probably do it for just that reason alone. Nice. Because they are just, like, super interactive and, like, just just a lot of fun. That's a high-energy show right there. Yeah, He's still doing definitely. it at a high level at, what, 70-plus oh, years old? He's just, yeah. like, three hours nonstop. He can still, can still do it. Yeah. Insane. Adeline saying, kiss next, Mike. No, no kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's a hater. I hate kiss. Wait, we got to get that word hate out of your vocabulary. No, nah, I hate him. You're such a hater. I hate him. Why <laughs> hate? You, it's too much You're negative not vibes. To use that word. Right. I, I love it. I hate it. You know, he's going to be a hater. <laughs> yeah, so baseline. What about the baseline? You guys going to do a show this week? You We're got something do coming up? We're going to do a show up? this week. Yeah, it's yeah. either going to be um, tomorrow or Thursday. We haven't nailed it down yet. We okay. got to do something. It was the it was the holiday weekend. Yeah, it was. Uh, Gaff was away with the fam, and I had some work to do, so. We skipped it this week, but we're going to do it midweek, and then we're going to have one this Sunday, too. Trying to get Caleb to come on this week and, and talk about the goings-on with, busy the, at OB. with the draft. i seen him this weekend, actually. He's w- yeah. working over at Ocean Blue. So. He's going to be busy with his side career, too, because the draft is coming up in, uh, in, Real soon, in a yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to try to get a draft special going and talk about baseball. Oh, bowl, cool. Bowl oh, he, he'll come to your draft special? That'd, that'd be interesting. He well, didn't come to my draft. As, <laughs> you know, he's kind of in the business. Nine. So. I got I got to razz him a little bit every once in a while. You know, when you can have a, a fledgling baseball show such as ours uh, and have a real live scout sit in, and, you know, eh, it's fledgling. Good. You guys are killing it. You guys are doing very Listen, well. We're seven episodes in. That that's fledgling. We just got thrown out of the nest. That's, you guys are doing good. Yeah, you guys are doing very well. No, you are. You're killing it. And and Fantastic. when well, I'm out you. in public, people have actually asked about you guys a couple times. Hey so. hey. So that's nice. And you'll notice when you're going out, people are going to want to talk baseball. So that's all right. I'm all about talking baseball. Buy me a beer. We'll talk. I was gonna, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> he loves that stuff. That's all I do anyway. So, you know, if it's going to just lend merit to what Gaff and I are doing, that's fine. Yeah. Well, let's sit down. We'll talk baseball. As long as the ignorant Yankee fans, as I sit here <laughs> in all of my Yankee garb. If you're an ignorant Yankee fan, don't talk to me about the Yankees. Well, that's it's the one a, thing I told them. I'm I like, just don't want to talk. All right. Well, Tommy Drama is long, no longer the most hated person at Disruption Network. <laughs> <laughs> as I, I told him the, when they first started, I'm like, listen, you guys are both huge Yankee fans, as am I. Freaking got tattoos of them. But don't be... Total homer. bias and, and don't we're be not. a homer. And we're not. not. No, no, no. You're but it's uh, Yankee fans are notorious. They're the easiest to troll. Yeah. Uh, under our baseline account, we go and you know I go on MLB Network and I go on uh, a couple of the Yankees pages and they're the easiest. They yeah. get under their skin and then we get likes. So are the so Yankees like the, nice. the Dallas Cowboys of of baseball? Like Yankee fans love Yankees. I think more but everybody so than else the, the, hates the Yankees. Uh, in order to be the Yankees, now I'm not counting the early '90s with the Cowboys, but in order to be the Yankees, you kind of have to have 
a winning sustained <laughs> success all the time. The yeah, Cowboys right. haven't won. I would equate more the Yankees right now to the Patriots. Well, I'm saying more um, like the fan base. Like fans hate the Cowboys. If you're not a Cowboys fan, you hate the Cowboys. Well, people hate so, the like, Patriots. I'm, I'm a Bears fan, but yeah, I guess, <laughs> but not as much as I hate the Cowboys. It's just ancestral yeah, hate for the Cowboys. <laughs> I just like it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Beg to differ. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know what you're saying. A lot of the gross misconception about the Yankees nowadays is, you know, you always hear the we're going to buy a title, buy a title, buy a title. Mm. Well, uh, the fact is that they have the seventh highest payroll in the game and, and they make all their moves via trade. And the farm system uh, is really rich now. So I think that's a gross misconception to get out of people's heads is that the Yankees are always trying to buy the title. But a good thing about the franchise that I love is that they are wanting to be competitive every year. Yeah. Well, some of the bigger they guys send it in uh, where there's there's teams out there in, in every sport that just want to send it in and mm-hmm. reap the rewards at the gate and not spend anything on their team and not really give back to their fans in any meaningful way. So uh, if that's why you guys hate the Yankees, because they want to give back to their fans in a meaningful way via championships and, and all-star players, then go ahead. Hate some, away, Cause uh, that's why I love them. some of their bigger players were drafted though. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, um, Aaron judge, homegrown player, Gary Sanchez, homegrown player, yeah. Luis Severino, homegrown player, Tyler Austin. You're, you're talking about, uh, you know, 80 or 90 percent of their roster, even right that guy has where come via two trade jersey? or via farm system. Um, you know, only about 10 percent of their roster was signed by free agency. So um, that's all. Yeah, but there's our our, our ba- baseline <laughs> update. A little tease of the baseline. So <laughs> figure out a day when you're gonna are gonna record, and we'll have you up and rolling here. Yeah, on the it's D. just you know, there's a lot of kids between between Gaff and I, and, yeah. and jobs and. <laughs> You know, we got a lot of moving pieces, so. They can put a yeah. day around um, things every once in a while. Yeah. You should bring the kids on the podcast sometime. Listen, my kids don't want to talk baseball when we're home, so they're not going to want to talk baseball. Maybe being on the air would be cool, but we're going to end up talking about Disney collector videos and, uh, you know, all <laughs> that. That's the new thing with kids. I don't know if you know that. They sit down in front of YouTube and they watch other kids play with toys. Yeah, yeah I heard that. They watch kids, like, open up presents. Yeah. Sure enough, too. Like, the other thing is, too, like, how could you just sit there and watch kids play video games that's what like, they do that's that's what they do they just sit there and watch the well, like, we Twitch got, is huge with yeah. pub, we with all the gamers we watch poker on espn like we we're watching other people play cards i don't, I don't, I don't either, at least but. it's on espn what? espn the, fr- the very first word in the acronym espn is entertainment right, so yeah. as long as they're entertaining somebody but my children's obsession is to sit down at, at youtube and literally watch other kids open toys and play with them and it it kind of fuels their desire to, or you know quenches their desire they they don't need to play with that toy afterwards they watch somebody else do it so i'm not i don't spend a whole lot of time at toys or us buying toys they just sit there they sit there and watch other guys play with it it's, it's, my kids are mortified it's that i made them play outside all day yesterday it's interesting they are not allowed to take the table outside you're gonna go Good. play they were like oh, what i feel like a lot no of parents don't do that these day. days and every time i see i catch her tries to I just want you to take a video. I'm like, no tablet. I will say, it, it I was can't. like the end of the world for them. Most so people like, just put their kids in front of a TV and say that that's it. And like back when I was a kid, my father come in, get outside. You're going outside and kick us outside, and we couldn't come back. All to, I can't. They didn't my have kids. to tell me to go outside. I was already there. Yeah, no right. doubt, I can't keep my kids inside. As yeah. much trouble as they get in on the internet now, and and what they like to do, and how captivated they are by technology. If it's warm outside, they're outside. Yesterday, I can't keep them in. I was grocery shopping yesterday, and. There's this kid. He's walking around on his tablet, not paying attention. I mean, bumping into stuff. A kid, put the tablet away and shop. What are you doing? Did you come in here to walk around the aisles to freaking look at your tablet, or Bump did you, into people, or did you yeah. come to shop? What What are you doing? I don't know. And that's why I unplug for the weekend. You know, I go where you can't use that stuff. 
and then it forces you to do other things, kayaking or talking to people or, you know, start a fire, go hiking, things like that. So it's an uphill battle with everything with kids nowadays yeah. uh, in terms of culture, at least where, from where we came from. You know, I hear you guys talking when I was sitting over there and not on the board. You're talking about getting kids to try new foods as a parent. That's that's foreign language to me. Yeah. Um, kids are very ingrained into their own routine. I love to cook. I love to source really good ingredients, mm -hmm. and I cook that things for 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 my kids. And if it's not they a, don't a certain it. thing, yeah. they're not going to eat. Kids it. aren't the best eaters. So that's either. why I listen to you. You know, crazy. you're talking about going into classrooms and the kids are trying everything. That's yeah. that's amazing because that's a that's an uphill climb. And maybe in a social situation or more in a classroom situation, they're they're less inclined yeah. to bucket. Yeah. So and say and say no, I don't want to do right. it. And then they're shocked. I don't know how many times kids are like I don't want to try it, and then mm -hmm. they ask for more. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like so, these kids at like I said, my full third year, we're finishing up with that. So now they're going into like these kids. By the time they get to high school, like if you know, hopefully we continue to be able to do this for several years. And um, by the time like if they started in kindergarten, by the time they get out of high school, the amount of things that they've been able to try because we don't ever try to do the same recipe. Like winter squash, they've had a chance. They've had every single opportunity to try winter squash and like I think well, you count like 12 different ways in the last like three and a half years yeah, well, what you guys are doing is commendable it yes. is right. and you're, you're trying at a grassroots level to change the conversation not only for farmers the farmers with school partnership is a no brainer mm -hmm. from where I'm right. sitting it's just a no brainer to be able to have that supply chain right from the farm to the school one of the biggest consumers in the state probably in terms of gross food right mm -hmm. they probably consume so much so it's really a no-brainer there to see that partnership but also the education of the children right and trying other things that aren't processed so much well uh, not, not only just trying new foods but like get them interested in agriculture get them interested in uh, health nutrition yeah nu nutrition nutrition Absolutely. things of that nature and uh, you know whether it's growing or farming or you know whatever it is cooking culinary you said kids were going into culinary schools That's and stuff like that you're, you're opening up so many avenues for these children as they grow older and opening their eyes to their parents the as well. the chicken finger macaroni and cheese generation yeah. <laughs> right i mean it really is and, and i'm not not casting aspersions in any way it just it it is yeah. that's the stamp yeah. you want to put on it right now is this the chicken finger somebody who just know who knows that as what food is mm -hmm. is it's a lot harder for them to shop at a farmer's market mm -hmm. you know it's like it's a much more intimidating to like well, okay, I see what is this oh what's this little brown spot on this well you know, i see like that yeah. WIC, uh the wick program now um is now offering rather than um giving more money towards um They've you know what, what they're doing they're giving vouchers for for farmers the farmer's market as well and so is there a program in place <clears> where <throat> anybody out there that's currently receiving services yes. that maybe doesn't know how to shop at a farmer's most, market like you just said most farmers markets now not all of them most farmers markets that you would go to right now accept snap benefits yeah they'll have there should be a booth at there i know not a kind of public market Clinton's done it for two years now. Um, I'm not sure about the other ones, but most of them now, it's a long process for them to be able to do it. Most farmers markets are ran by volunteers, so for them to take that responsibility on and go through the process and be eligible to do that and responsible for the tokens. So they go up to the booth and they swipe their card and they get wooden tokens to use at the booth at the farmers markets. And then the farmers market, the farm stands submit that and then get their get reimbursed for it. And there, I don't know if there is this year, so maybe, but there previously they would you'd get bonus dollars for using your SNAP benefits at the at the farmers market. I think for like every five dollars they give you like an extra two. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. I'm, I would imagine that they would be promoting that again this year. But I'm by no means a specialist it, on that. But, but it just but seems to be yeah. such a natural marriage to now you're starting the conversation at school yeah. with the students. 
they're starting the conversation at home uh, with some yeah. parents and getting off the hungry man diet and the arrive of yeah. you know mm -hmm. getting rid of all that processed food and maybe maybe introduce I would love to see these schools like start developing their own uh, gardens you know like having their own yeah. gardens that these kids can you know learn and grow things and I feel like you know when you're when you're a kid and you, you see you know you plant this stuff and you can actually see it grow and you take care of it and you you grow it to like it, to food and then you cook that food that you've grown I, I think that would be such a great great so lesson for these kids we are in the middle of planning at vvs this will be our second year doing a crop garden like a large plot like of land so we have an acre of land that we'll be doing this year and maybe expanding a little bit further next year wait where is this at vvs at vvs yeah so i work for waterville and i work at vvs right. so we have last year we had a partner freedom farms partnered with us and they helped us start some do some starter plants of summer squash and zucchini and a couple other things and we planted a little less than around a quarter acre of that they were harvested and it was served in the school lunch they were planted by FFA kids and some volunteers during the summer. I know Jake was there. And they planted half an acre of sweet corn, which is all harvested and served within the district as well. Uh, so right now we're in the process of planting that also. So we're going to do a little less sweet corn this year because we had some excess and increase our summer squash and zucchini and throw some other stuff in there this year. So, uh, you know, it's, it takes because it takes a lot of collaboration for that. You have to have a lot of people that are willing to volunteer and go above and beyond outside of some of the, what their jobs do and to follow through with it. Not just say I'll come mm -hmm. one time, but it doesn't take one time to make it happen. You have to. You know, Build keep it. going back and yep. water your plants and, you know, weed and get people like farmers to come with their equipment and come and till and plow a, a plot of land for you. And the food tastes so much better when oh, it's fresh yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. But I, even alluding back to something that I heard you say a little while ago, nobody's going to be, you know, we're, we're not all going to be farmers. But even if this education lends a little more appreciation to the process of farming, right. and then instead of going to McDonald's, the conversation happens at home where I don't want to go to McDonald's. Let's go someplace that sources local. Right. You My know. kids like they love kids love the farmers market. So you, you don't have to. I have a hard time going because I spend a lot of money at the farmers market. Hey, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, easy to do. You don't have yeah. it is. You don't have to. So we you know you go with your kids and you walk through the whole farmers market and let them pick out one thing that they maybe they haven't tried before. And even adults are kind of sometimes scared of like buying something. Talk to the people that are running the farm stand. They would be more than happy to tell you what an item is that they're selling at the at their stand. How do how to use it? How it's grown? Different ways to cook it. So yeah. interact with the farmers that are at the farmers markets and ask them about different stuff but try you know you do like shopping the rainbow have the kids pick a color make sure they pick something out this week that's green next week that's purple that's, that's you know the next week they get one thing clever 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 and mm -hmm. then um, Oneida County Public Market they yeah. uh, they did have a program before where you sign your kids up and you go in every week and they give them two tokens to buy to use on a fresh Produce. The best way that I could always and show, free. like, you don't have to be qualified for it. It's not SNAP benefits. It's not. It's just a grant that they receive. That you take your kid up there. They like fill out an address form, and they give you two tokens every week that you go in and sign up. Oh, that's cool. And then the hope is maybe that the parents take the child home and and teach them yes. a technique to prepare that in a different way. Yeah. You just take a kid, right, and you show them you show them a, a store bought strawberry, right, and you show them a strawberry from the farmers market. And it's so much bigger. And then you have them taste it. And it's it a world of difference. It might cost twice as much, but you don't want to eat as, like, the flavor is so different. They're not right. the same thing. So Absolutely not. not. Anita County Public Market, that's the one that's down at, at the, the train, train station. station. So off the top of your head, where could people that are listening right now find some local public markets? So, I mean, the Oneida County Public Market is on Saturdays. Most mm -hmm. of them aren't started yet. They'll be starting. Some of them, they're starting to pop up here and there. Um Clinton is on Thursdays. That is a, a big one. I, I go to Clinton a lot. Clinton's my, huge. Yeah. Through Waterville. We take sixth grade there on our scavenger hunt field trip. That starts 
um, the second week, I think, in June. And they, the last couple of years, I think once a month, they extend their hours to later because they used to be done at like four or five. That's right in the Village Green, Yeah, right? right in the Village Green. Utica. They have the one in Utica, too, right? Yeah, they Up have a Utica on one. I think, I think that it was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. It used to be behind the Central Association for the Blind. Did they move it to the Parkway? Well, there is like a little farmer's market that happens at the parkway, uh, I think on Wednesdays, and then the okay. one in the train station, too. Mm-hmm. The train station's on Atta County Public Market. That's yeah. Saturdays. That's Saturdays. And they run year-round. So yeah. even in the winter, I think they do once or twice a month. Yeah. All sorts of dry goods at that one, too. <clears throat> dry vendors. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, there is, um, uh, through the Cooperative Extension website, there is a link there that will give you a list of all the farmers markets and there's an interactive map there as well that you can yep. go in that tells you uh, all the New York State farm stand like that are registered farm stands not just the farmers markets but farm stands on the sides of the road that you can just stop at and buy produce yeah so the Clinton and the Clinton is a, one of the bigger ones and that kind of public market is one there's a really nice one Whitesboro has a really nice one on Whitesboro Monday nights yeah that's a really nice yep. one and that's in the evening time which makes it a lot easier for people mm-hmm. to get to I believe Rome does too <clears throat> I ha- they have two of them at least two of them in Rome. I have never been to the ones in Rome. Westmoreland has one. I know that it has a pretty nice one too. Um, mm-hmm. Richfield Springs used to have one. Yeah, there's there's, a, there's several of them. Of them. Yeah. yeah. Bottom line: support your local farmers. Yeah. That's the bottom line. You get line. better yeah. food, better tasting food. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And healthier. Absolutely. We are almost running out of time, Jake. Before we get out of here, plug your your event that you got going on on May 31st. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, New York Foods Day, May 31st. 18 school districts. Uh, in Madison, Oneida, and Herkimer counties, uh, we estimate there's going to be over 7,000 meals, most likely 7,000. Um, all products from within New York State, some of them from much closer here in Oneida and Madison counties. Um, and ultimately, what I would like for folks to do is to say, you know, it's school lunch is a consumer driven business. If you want to see more farm to school, have your kid come get lunch. It'll be good. Awesome. Very cool. Please come back. Any kind of event you have going on with this, please. And is there like a website or anything you want to plug or you have a Facebook page or anything you want to plug? just getting to the point where we are mature enough that we – that is the next step. Uh-huh. So we got an offer out. We're having a brand, a logo coming out. It's, it's time that we get there. We don't yet, but okay. I will let I you know. know. We're working awesome. on one, too, for the uh, – through BOCES, and oh, yeah. uh, Waterville has one on their site. It's not up to date, but there's some information on there. My information is on the Waterville website also. Oh. So because uh, school districts are able to buy into the program through BOCES, okay. like any other shared service. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Very cool. And Ashley, thanks so much for playing earlier. Oh, yeah. It was my pleasure. You rock Thanks it. for letting me. You do. Yeah. You rock it. No, it was, it was Jake's fun. still blown away. <laughs> We're all blown away. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for no, letting you, me uh, you do that. It. And when you get your dates, let us know. Yeah, so I will. I'll shoot you a message. Plug in, Tiff. Yep. Good to see you. Thanks for coming in. This is a lot of fun. Before we get out of here, we got to give some love and respect out to our sponsors. A good quality home inspection is... Priceless. Priceless inspection. Call Josh Amodio today at 315-525-8725 for your next home inspection. In-depth detail reports, thorough inspections. Josh pays attention to details. The dude's been doing it pretty much his whole life. Call him today before you're ready to put your home on the market or you're looking to buy a home or even looking to update your home. Josh could do all that. Call Priceless Inspection today at 315-525-8725. Would you like to say something? Yes, I do. I just want to say congrats to Josh. He just got um, his enrollment into the 46er club. Ah, cool. And uh, he's, he's, I've seen his pictures on there. And congrats all, to him. He did it all in one year time. All 46 peaks. All 46 one high peaks. One year? In one year. Wow, that's amazing. One year's time he did it. That's congrats amazing. Congrats to you, bro. Yes, congratulations, Josh. He's, he's, wow. 
In That's one impressive. Year? It's impressive. Yes, one year. And he had a UC and a picture on each and every one. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Just like when he when he does a home inspection, he's on the roof and he takes a picture. But of not with yeah. a UC. <laughs> not with a UC, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Only when he climbs high peaks. Yes. Well, you know, he deserves that UC for Absolutely. climbing all those mountains. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Stop down to the showroom at 5046 Commercial Drive in Yorkville and see why it's easy to do business with Steve Ponte Volkswagen. Hit him up on the net at stevepontevolkswagen.net. And if you need legal help quick, you better call Nick. That might be a jingle you could sing for us. Hey, yeah. You, let let's do it right now. Oh, no, right Just now? <laughs> need legal help quick, you better call Nick. See, then I got to charge for it. Oh, <laughs> royalties. See how she is. Yep. <laughs> call our friend Nick Passalaquin as a team of associates at 315-500-NICK or hit him up online, online at cnytriallaw.com. And also, got to mention the block party again one more time. That's happening on June 8th at the Empowerment Center. It's 230 James Street. We're going to be down there doing a live broadcast from 4 to 6 p.m. as yep. well as DJ East One going to be down there on the ones and twos and chopping it up with the Utica Police Department as well because they're going to be grilling and yep. chilling and the fire department's going to be there and there's going to be a lead safe demo and there's going to be seed bombings and there's going to be a lot of stuff going on at the Empowerment Center. It's happening. They're doing good eight. things. They are doing great things. Big ups to yep. our friends over at the Home Ownership Center, which Gia will be on probably, I think, next week she's coming on. Next week? I think she's coming on next week to talk about the block party. And, uh, Don't we have some the next day, too? We, yeah, that's the Relay for Life, actually. The <laughs> next day is the Relay for Life. We'll be down there broadcasting live at the Relay for Life at MVCC, and we'll have East Beats and Biz over there, as well as my boy Max Sheldon and Mutt Farm and a whole bunch of great music that's going to be happening at... Um, Busy, busy, busy. MBCC. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it up. We're, we're doing it up. What do we got tomorrow? I'm trying to check to see what we got for tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow we got my boy Mark Giordano coming in. We're going to be talking about the UFC because there's the big fight happening at the odd yes, June the 1st. That'd be cool. And uh, Mark is one of the trainers for Matt Hamill and Utica Combat Athletics. So he's going to be coming in tomorrow. Looking forward to chopping it up. We'll be talking some fight talk. Fight. Yeah. We're gonna, oh, we're, nice. We're going to slug it out a little bit. It's about bit. time we get some UFC in New York, you know? About time. You're damn right it's about time. And that's going to be huge. That's happening June 1st at the Adirondack Bank Center, which is still the odd in my eyes, but you got a proper hey, call the I Bank known, Center. I wouldn't have known what you're talking it's about. I love <laughs> that they call it the Adirondack Bank Center. It makes it sound official now. Yeah, it, it makes does. it sound like we're a, a legitimate yes, arena. Absolutely. It does. And look at all the beautiful things they've done to that the facility. Nice. Yeah. It's amazing down there. Yeah, looking forward to chopping it up with Mark tomorrow. And then on Thursday, the boss is coming in, Chuck Chael. Oh. Yeah, creative concerts. My man, Chuck Chael, will be in here. They released the new beer labels at Saranac with, with the concert schedule on the back of it. So, oh, nice. oh, really? That's yeah, cool. it only took them 15 years to figure that one out. But, <laughs> oh, <that's awesome. laughs> but anyways, no, we're going to talk to Chuck is about that. Thursday, the, who's playing Thursday? The, the summer series. That's uh, No, Thursday the, is the for, for uh, yeah, not Saranac Thursdays. Okay, for, for like our concert yeah, series, for creative concerts. Awesome. And we're going to talk to Chuck about all the great concerts. I mean, there's so many shows going out. The Brewery Dirty Heads are happening on June 10th. And June 11th with Revolution and Dispatch coming back on July 15th. Slightly Stupid, Take It Back Sunday, Dark Star Orchestra, Get the Let Out, Two Nights of Mo, Blues Traveler, all happening. You can check it out at cctix.com for more information. And Chuck will be in here on Thursday to chop it up. Who knows what's going to happen? He's just coming off summer camp, too. Oh, wow. So I'm sure he's going to have some great stories for us about summer camp and all the nonsense that goes on over there which i was bummed i missed summer camp but you know what i had a great weekend i had a really good weekend a nice little barbecue with the creative concerts crew and my my 
Good Did you Stacey end up going to uh, Jack went, White? I went to Jack White, and he kicked ass the other night. And was it good? I got a big ups to Oma Gang, too. They rolled out the red carpet for us. Oh, nice. They did. It, we, it was awesome. Great I time. I still got to make it up there. It's an awesome, awesome place. I mean, it was rainy and muddy, but uh, we stayed nice and dry and hung out with, with everybody, and Jack White killed it. What a great nice. show. My only hang-up on that whole show, and I've, I've mentioned this before, is – I really didn't like the stage lights. It was all blue. No other color on the stage but blue. I couldn't understand That's why. That's weird. Yeah, but regardless of all that, it, Jack White crushed it the other night. The game. It was a killer, killer show. Completely sold out and wall-to-wall, just people in mud. And it's just it, great it cool. to hear that all these acts are coming around locally. Yeah. You know, whether it's Omegane or, uh, you know, the brewery here in Utica or – Good nature, or whatever. Good nature, you get yeah. so many great shows. Uh, also, Beacon Paper Mill Skiff. Island, Beacon Skiff. Mm-hmm. A lot of great shows yeah, coming. The Levitt Amps. Too, like, we got um, the Levitt Amps series yep. too. Free concert Monday nights uh, across the summer in Utica. Music yeah. is everywhere, people. Can you feel it? Summerfest. Music is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Good nature. The nice thing about Good Nature is like I, you can bring your kids there. Yes. You can bring your kids there. And, and your dogs. And, uh, oh, I didn't and your that. dogs. Yeah, you can and bring your dogs. They have like too. a little fire pit. Now I just saw that they're selling s'more kits. Yeah. and stuff like that. Let's give them yes. a rub too, because they've got uh, Levon Helm's daughter, Amy Helm, is going to be playing there in a couple really? weeks. Which you is, know, Gaffney be will huge. be there. Yeah, Martin Sexton's <laughs> going to be at Good Nature and Driftwood, Donna the Buffalo, Dark Hollow. A lot of great shows coming to Good Nature. So, like I said, you could go to www.cctix.com for more information and check out all the great stuff that Creative Concerts got going on. We should say thank you to Creative Concerts for bringing. We will. All He'll these be here great, Thursday. Great bands. <laughs> we will. We'll tell them Thursday. <laughs> you know, it just. It's amazing because like, I'm like trying to figure out like how the hell am I going to go to all these shows? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remind everybody they can listen to this podcast, a previous podcast of EC Radio, the D Line, the Baseline, East Beats of Biz, Home Free, Back Talk, all the great content we have. Wrestling Fandom Radio, Wrestle Fandom Radio, right there at DisruptionNetworks.net, and also you can subscribe to our iTunes channel, and we're on Google Play and Spotify and. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all the social media that, platforms. That. There's so much to talk about. There's so many <laughs> platforms out there, mm-hmm. and we're on pretty much all of them. Yes, we are. JP, thanks yes. so much for doing. Thank Did you, you learn anything at all today? Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the mouse fly around a little bit. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I got it covered. No, listen, I really, this was useful for me. Yeah. Useful. Well, and then I got to get a good show. I learned all about farm to uh, farm to school. There mm-hmm. you go. So and you had m- amazing music. What else? Yeah, that's what I you know good show. He don't listen that's to us. Well, he said good show. I didn't know he meant the show <laughs> itself or he said it her. No, I met her. Oh, but, yeah. You know, <laughs> everything that I learned today was worth me rolling down here to learn. So. Absolutely, Thank buddy. You. Now, do you know what you're going to do right now? Like as we're about to close out the show, you know, I got some things lined up here. I do. <laughs> yeah. I got the transition for the end of the show lined up. Okay. All right. All right. And, it, okay. uh, and we got uh, what, ooh, the thanks for listening, maybe. No, uh, no, no. Because it's I, I should get rid of that because it says it's, it's old, old information. It's old on stuff. It. Yeah. I mean, I can sing us off. No. Yeah. Right. Oh, please. I would like to hear him sing us <laughs> off. No. No. I'm glad that I got the oh, please from somebody. Else. So long. <laughs> farewell. <laughs> yeah. I need to sing. I do. <laughs> You, no. Do you know one of those? I should have schooled you a little it's bit. It's all right. Which one do I got to hit? Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to pick. And Smat I can... it with your boy. Smat it with your boy. You can play that one. Smat it your boy. All right. Smat it your boy. Smat it your boy. Smat it your boy. Smat it your boy. You're going to keep playing it? I had to hit it twice. You know, I'm like a kid. No. What are we going to play off? How about drop me out with a little the Hulk Hogan bit, I guess. Hulk Hogan? It says, or a Frank Gallagher bit. 
EC Radio. Turn it up. Right here on Mute the us. We're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow. It has certainly right. been a long and winding road, as the Beatles so aptly put it in the song. Tell us how it's brought you right here to this very moment. Well, you know something? Moment in my life has led up to this moment right here. And EC Radio teaming up with the Disruption Network, only here to kick ass and take names. Can you dig it, brother? All right, 2017. You spent the past several years establishing yourself as one of the finest practitioners in radio podcasting. People want to know what to expect. You live by the book, then you die by the book. And I'm here to throw out the rule book and break all morality code here on the Disruption Network, daily from 3 to 6, EC Radio, brother! Utica, New York, we're coming for you Monday through Friday. Don't you dare miss it. Join the Disruption Network crew Friday, June 8th at the Empowerment Center Block Party, 230 James Street in Utica, from 4 to 6 p.m. Music provided by our very own DJ East One. There will be vendors, grilling with the Utica Police Department, hands-on craft with BB Designs and Steamwork Ability Lab, Seed Bombs, Lead Safe Demo, and Come Hang with the Utica Fire Department. That's Friday, June 8th at the Empowerment Center, 230 James Street in Utica. The Block Party is hosted by the Home Ownership Center, the Mohawk Valley Association of Realtors, Steamworks Ability Lab, Lead Free Mohawk Valley, Berkshire Bank, MVP Healthcare, BB Designs, and NeighborWorks America. The Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley was born when three top producing agents with over 25 years of combined experience selling real estate joined forces to take real estate to the next level. We practice with honesty, integrity, and the knowledge to help make the buying and selling process easy and stress-free for all of our clients. We pledge to always make our clients our top priority from start to finish and even after the house is closed. We will always be a valued resource for information and assistance for our buyers and sellers. Our customers over the years have become not only past clients, but great friends. As we join hands together as the Property Sisters of the Mohawk Valley, we look forward to serving our clients and our community and making a positive difference. You can reach us at 315-601-9630 for all of your real estate needs. When it's your hard-earned money on the line that you are investing into a home, it makes sense to choose a proven professional to assist you in making one of the biggest investments you may ever make. Josh's dedication of over 20 years to the home construction industry allows him to bring knowledge and experience to your doorstep. That means you can feel confident and comfortable with his service to you. Past clients love his attention to detail and thorough written reports. By allowing priceless inspections to help you make a well-informed decision concerning your property, you will find that a quality inspection is priceless. Follow Priceless Inspections on Facebook or call 315-525-8725. Hi, this is attorney Nick Pasolacqua. The team of attorneys I have assembled at Pasolacqua Associates has been carefully hand-picked to include the best trial attorneys in the particular areas of the law that we practice. Have you been charged with DWI or any other crime? Members of our team include former assistant district attorneys now fighting to protect your rights 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Have you or someone you love been seriously injured in a motor vehicle accident? Members of the team at Pasolacuan Associates include former insurance defense attorneys now fighting to ensure that you get every penny you're entitled to. If you need legal help quick, don't waste your time or money calling anyone else. Remember, for legal help quick, you better call Nick and the team at Pasolacuan Associates. 315-500-NICK or 315-500-6425 or visit cnytriallaw.com today.